What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Monday night. That means another Tales from the Flipside episode. Uh, we've got the market report. We've got pickups. We've got all the goodies. We's also, we also have some Loki talk. And is the market going crazy or what? Like cards, comics? Do we have a correction coming? We'll see. Tales from the Flipside. what up everybody we got a full house tonight we got the whole crew uh nico's here dino carter and big leg um we got some fun stuff to talk about uh thank you for everybody joining us live please make sure to hit that like button hit the thumbs up button uh subscribe all that fun stuff so you guys get notified whenever we drop some some good content i think all the content we drop is pretty killer around here and we've got some some fun stuff coming uh hey you guys don't miss uh dealer flip side on wednesday nights either killer show lots of fun make sure you're there all right um i say we get into the start we, we got to talk a little bit about uh loki first right everybody kind of going crazy about loki right now and all these these easter eggs or not just loki but mcu i mean we're going to get into scar talk later but uh the the easter eggs and the loki stuff are pretty funny to talk about and and all that stuff but the big news that everybody is is uh asking is it enchantress is it lady loki i think we kind of know it's enchantress now right is that everybody's no okay so uh there's a split of opinion at least from the hollywood insiders uh, obviously, her name is Sylvie, who mm -hmm. would be the uh, you know same name as the second Chantress. Uh, but uh, the issue is whether or not they're going to um, actually have her be the Enchantress, or whether or not they're going to make her more of a, a composite character. So you know, to some extent, she is in fact a Lady Loki uh, to the extent that she is gender fluid uh she's eichel to the extent that she has enchantress's name and powers she's enchantress so um you know i don't know uh if that means that you need to have all the books or you don't want to have any of the books or what the hell that means but i know that the tv show is awesome and uh, i can't wait to watch the next episode well this was something interesting that i that i liked and i don't know if it's part of the whole thing but where they talk about how sylvie in the comics is from oklahoma they did show oklahoma in episode one right she was at in oklahoma so i thought that was pretty interesting um but i don't know we'll see it everybody's talking about this including the uh screen rant and and uh, all the uh, buzzfeed you know all the hey, i major. just appreciate that you went through 23 slides on buzzfeed to get this that slide so <laughs> <laughs> doing the effort i like it yeah, this is pretty interesting. Uh, um, there's a lot of them, though, man. Uh, all kinds of uh, uh, Easter eggs. I know, Sean, you were talking about um, there was a crazy one that I haven't heard many people talk about, and that is uh, the Captain America. Um, yeah, quite possibly. Peggy I mean, Carter, right? People thinking it was Peggy Carter sneaking in the uh, sneaking in the portal. I guess in the <clears throat> excuse me in the first episode, but uh, I didn't see anything about that actually until last. Uh, a couple couple days 
maybe even maybe even this morning. So I looked up a little more. Our, our buddy Trey sent me an Instagram post of some guy with the slowed down the video, zoomed in, and stuff like that. You can't tell. She's definitely got her haircut. You know what I mean? But that'd be uh, her name's not in the credits, or the actress's name, excuse, obviously, isn't isn't quite in the credits. Uh, so so I'm not sure. But yeah, that can cross it over somehow to where was she? We know Cap screwed with with uh, with her timeline, you know, by going back and screwed with his own timeline and everything like that. So I guess I think there's a whole, uh, you know, there's a whole something else that they could introduce and and uh, roll over with us. But uh, yeah. No, no way, no way to know for sure. But if you can, uh, if there was a way to show the uh, um, the zoom, the zoom in on it, like I found, uh, it was yeah. There's there's that. So very interesting, right there. Is it is it is it a reach? Uh, it could be a reach, but is any is anything a reach? Right? It's Everything. Not it's not Mephisto, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, yeah. No, no, nobody. And someone, someone in the comments said nobody knows anything. And I, I, I think he's right. So. Yep, it's all rumors right now, especially the one we're going to get into later, which is the biggest of all rumors right now, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens with the whole Peggy Carter thing. And I know, you know, I'm showing. I don't even know if this website is even, you know, worth showing. But uh, some of these places just jump out here on the rumor wires quick. Um, but there was a lot of fun stuff. I thought it was cool when they were showing all the different variants of of Loki, and they showed him um, in the as the the Frost Giant. Right, because he comes from the Frost Giants, right? Isn't his dad a Frost Giant? Am I wrong about that? No, you're 100. percent I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that that was pretty cool to me seeing that. Uh, what what was the point of him laughing um, when he's when he died? Does anybody know that? There it is. Sorry, guys. Like, was that just him knowing that he's got nowhere to go but either dying on his own timeline or? dying in the TVA was that kind of the point quite quite possibly yeah. I mean I, I think I think that yeah definitely seems like the point but I mean him uh, being Loki and you know um, God of mischief uh, master of uh, disguised deception and the way uh, I'm, I'm not gonna remember the exact words but the way he you know he described the difference in the in the ways that he protects his body and and things like that you know what i mean like this guy he's always looking for another out he's always looking for something else so uh you got to believe that he believes in himself and he's looking to a higher goal right now for himself and his longevity somehow so walk through the universe still and uh he, he, i'm sure he obviously feels like he can exploit uh, the tva and you know it, it wasn't even that hard to convince him that there were other loki's out there well this is the crazy thing too. I've seen a lot of people like doing their homework on where all these time different timelines are going, right? And they you can see that gives them like events, that gives them locations and all this stuff. And people were trying to do deep dives on you know what these timelines could be, um, and that was pretty interesting. There was a lot of uh, I think grabbing out of thin air for that, but we'll see. Um, one says Tokyo, Japan, New York, Titan, Ego, uh, Finland. And I don't know what the last one is, but um, interesting stuff. So there's one. Uh, more Lady Loki stuff. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Who knows? I think uh, everybody is kind of agreeing that that shit is really, really good, right? And, I mean, and for the record, I, I don't let me uh, like poo-poo the or for anyone the the uh, Enchantress theory. I didn't sell those books. I got like six of them. I dug out. 
uh, Young Avengers Dark Reign. <laughs> I may be uh, terribly wrong, um, but, you know, it's super interesting for me. I just don't know enough uh, to make a decision one way or the other. Yeah. Well, the other book that uh, a lot of people are talking about uh, now, right now, and we kind of talked a little bit about before the show is uh, – the uh, the scar books, right? Um, we we kind of looked into a little bit about this, about where this is coming from, and uh, you know what we. I blame Steve Horn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sh- sh- shout out to Steve Horn, who's uh, one of the smartest uh, comic speculators in the game, and um, uh, this is something that uh, I think he kind of brought up a little bit on on uh, the prospect list, right? Nico? Yeah, several weeks ago, um, he got uh, a hot tip that we were going to see Scar in the, uh, God, what the hell is the name of that? Gamma. Gamma Flight. Gamma Flight, thank you. <laughs> and uh, was kind enough to uh, tell us all, go buy these books when they were dirt cheap. Um, some of us are, are less motivated than others. That would be me. Some are more motivated than any of us could ever hope to be. That would be Carter. Uh, I got none. Carter, how many did you go snag? I found one at least. Oh. And then I got some more, you know, just kicking in the back. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you know how we do. Yeah, I found one for uh, two bucks and uh, let one of my friends uh, tell me not to buy it and then listen to them. Um, yeah. My, my other buddy had taken my phone so that he could use the key collector app because he'd used the key collector app. You ready? Literally so long that his phone was fucking dead. And I'm like, you're embarrassing me. We make content for Nick. We don't rely on him. Like, like what the fuck are you doing? He's like, just give me the phone. I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Dude. So, uh, yeah. So Make some legit, list. Bro, legitimate. So I gave him my fucking phone. And then I'm like going through, you know, you got the stack of books, right? And I'm like, am I going to take all of these? And then I was like, should I take this? That was like that Scar 1. I knew the other two were hot. I was like, I think this is a thing. I want to say it's like a $60 book. It's like, that's fucking stupid. And I'm like. All right, that was enough for me. Um, he's actually also a member of our uh, prospect list. Fuck my life. And uh, yeah, so anyway, there's my funny story of how George pissed away, like, whatever, that book there on the right. But uh, my question for you guys is do any of you actually believe this bullshit about She Hulk? Because I think it's like just nonsense. No, not for a second, unfortunately. It looks like the uh, the story originated from a, uh, the direct.com, which I don't know if that's uh, a thing one way or the other, and just got repeated, you know, like so many of these stories do. The direct sites, no source. I was like, I wonder if they watched Steve on uh, the Prospect 10 list and just didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. Um, and then all of a sudden it became like MCU news <laughs> that went viral or what. Um, but the suggestion is that uh, Scar is going to appear in, in the She-Hulk TV series. How? Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, a, it's a well, lawyer comedy. Makes, yeah, that makes no sense. I mean, Amadeus Cho could theoretically make a little sense. Um, Scar makes no sense whatsoever. Now, what may make sense is that we see Scar uh, in the new Kate's Hulk book, since he loves doing the father-son stuff. We already see him in the Gamma Flight book. Like, all that shit makes sense. It's a good spec book, but it ain't like a TV show fucking level spec book. It's like some fucking Donny Cates, uh, 
I forget the name of the fucking 75 characters he made a thing because, you know, they're not anymore kind of spec <laughs> book. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well. anyway. Hey, thanks for everybody that's joined us. We got 133 live viewers right now. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, we see you all in the chat. Make sure to say what's up. Uh, and uh, we're talking about the Scar rumors right now. Um, everybody's kind of going speculating on this on this character going hard and heavy. Uh, which is the book? Which is the first appearance? This and that. Getting back into the cameo, first appearance, first full BS. But the three books that there people are talking about is World War Hulk number five. Um, Scar, Son of Hulk, number one, and What If Planet Hulk, number one. Now, What If Planet Hulk, number one, and the World War Hulk, number five, are more cameos. Um, and I guess people are saying that the Scar, Son of Hulk, number ones are f more first full. Uh, yes, that would be the that would be the one I threw back. And my takeaway is don't throw it back like uh, I did for two dollars, like a moron. Uh, but for the love of God, uh, if uh, I, please don't spend fucking a gajillion dollars on this book sweet yeah. jesus and if, I mean, hey I'm, and if i'm wrong shove it up my ass dude like fucking hammer me on social media please and but who, i don't I think mean, i'm gonna who, be i did did you guys i mean honestly i i didn't i didn't read any scar i don't i don't know much about him <laughs> like, i read the hell out of planet hulk though how, oh, so he, he was yeah. pretty heavy in, in planet hulk well, he—that's where he comes from, right? It's—it's the—it's the son of him and and this chick, uh, right here, the okay. chick that was in Planet Hulk. Okay. So, um, and Greg Pack had created him, right? It was all Pack, yeah, Pack yeah. on son on son of son of Hulk. What if? And I like Greg Pack. Whatever. Oh yeah, he's him. great. And World War Hulk. So he did. He created that character. That's for damn sure. Jeez. Okay. Whatever happened to Greg Pack? Well, let's I don't call know. him. Let's take Let's a call look. Him. Does sound he's busy? Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's see what the latest thing that he's done. Um, yeah, like, but yeah, so maybe I don't know. I mean, he did Met cool. Cadet U. That was a big no book shit. for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just got optioned, right? Yeah. Nice. He did that. So not bad. Um Superman, Batman, Superman was 2014. So 2017 is the Met Cadet U. 2020, he did the Strangers Thing book. Um, 2019, he did uh, New Agents of Atlas, War Realms. I can see that. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's our boy. So, yeah. Greg, Greg I don't, is it Pack or Pac? Yep. I don't know. know. Pack. For sure. Pack. Right, good. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, like, all right, you like, guys. Like, like two pack. Well, he, here, here. I'll do everybody a favor. Here's your quick. Uh, this is take your photographic memories, put them in place, or your screenshots. Here are the books you want to uh, look for in those in those uh, dollar boxes or in those long boxes. World War Hulk number five, Scar, Son of Hulk one, and What If, Planet Hulk. There you go. I remember tripping over those scars and the Hulk number ones, first prints, variants, third prints, second yep. prints. Tripping record, over them. Tripping over them. I, I yeah. got a feeling they're still out there. I know. They're going to be out there Probably. for a long time. Here's your yeah. variants. So, is that a second print sketch or is it a ratio? This is a second print variant. What about uh, a This is a second, third printing variant. Oh, okay. Uh, second printing variant. Well, nobody Second wants first print variant. anymore. So. I know. First prints are icky. That's yeah. pretty dope. God forbid it came out first as an actual first appearance. Who wants those? 
That's really good right there. <laughs> of course, they turned third free. Yeah, who drew that? Uh, is it? Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, it should say up here. Um, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's fucking gorgeous. It is. Looks it's like really some, good. Uh, Boris Vallejo shit. Uh, <laughs> Julie. It, it might be Julie. Is it Julie Bell? It, it might be. It I'll might get be. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Wow. Watch this. Hold on. I'll get really close on the uh, Julie 2008. Hmm. Oh. There you go. Right. Not bad. Cool, That's a dope cover. It looks like Conan. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it looks like Conan. Um, not bad. Uh, I wish Dino was here because Dino was telling this sick story about uh, Ric Flair that I didn't know about. Oh. You guys might know about it. Did you guys hear about this? The Ric no. Flair? It's I, tremendous. I don't want to run it either. Yeah, um, I'll screw no, it all He up. just got on here and said he had a Ric Flair thing, and then he did. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> what the f- It was such a good Rick story. Flair, be like, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Uh, here we go. So supposedly, Ric Flair was uh, looking for – is it this one? I think it's this one, right? This is the one that he came out with on um, – uh, when he went over to uh, WCW, right? And he came out with on Nitro. And supposedly, they, they, this is like one of the, the biggest things that uh, um, wrestling fans have been looking for forever, right? And they just lost. Nobody knows where it's at. It got lost after the event. Um, people didn't know. And I guess uh, over, um, it says here, uh, the 70 year old WWE legend has worn countless robes during his nearly four decade career. The sparkly threads are a hot commodity for collectors, even drawing interest from Hootie and the Blowfish frontman Darius Rucker. The singer once paid 35 grand for a white robe with Rick's nickname Nature Boy written on the back. I love it. It says here while some of the costume pieces have survived over the years, Many are missing. This includes Rick's famous butterfly robe, which he wore during the WWE debut at Royal Rumble in 92. The last time the robe was seen on television was in 95 during the taping of WCW Nitro. It was stolen out of a hotel. I gave it to security at the hotel and they put it behind the desk in the lock in the lock room or whatever it was. Rick tells people they came in the morning to pick it up and leave it for the airport and the hat and it was not there. Back then, it was just a fancy in the infancy of cell phones, and I'm taking off for another city. Never saw it again. Well, supposedly they found it, right? And uh, some guy had it and um, eventually realized it was worth something and sold it for like 10 grand on eBay. He put it up on eBay. It was apparently gone like that. Yes. Yes. Um, which is he crazy. Thought he, was, he thought he was rich until it hit the news the next day, huh? Yeah. Poor yeah. fucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so not only did that happen, the dude who bought it, um, I'm trying to find the story, and I'm, I'm just, here we go. Uh, let's see here. No. The dude who bought it supposedly traded it and another, and 60K for another robe. Uh, and a pair of boots. And a pair of boots, yeah. Yeah. So listen, this this stuff is crazy. I mean, uh, well, there's Rick, that new TV show now. Is yes, that, was, is that how this all happened? Yes. Yep. What is it called? Oh God, I don't know. Hidden but it was, treasures or something. WWE hidden treasures or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was cool though. I I I wish that Marvel would do something similar. Yeah, yeah. They found it. Uh, Code Red Comics. Thank you. They found it in West Virginia, Nico. 
well, fuck me. All right. <laughs> of, course Dude, I, they, of course they did. When I was a little kid, uh, so I was like a huge Road Warriors fan. I mean, I fucking loved them. Okay. And uh, they came to the small town that I live in, Wheeling, West Virginia, and they were drinking heavy at a place called the Cork and Bottle, which was like, you know, it was like a fucking uh, a kind of a lightweight, uh, rougher uh, bar at night. My dad got wind of it and uh, with one of his friends, and they went down to go see Ric Flair, right? So my father, uh, who like was always involved in like state government and is just like an old Italian guy. Like he wore a fucking suit and tie, like to garden, you know what I mean? Just like black socks, dress shoes, the whole nine uh, was going to try to ask these guys for an autograph for his, his young, dumb boy, me. They picked the fucking dude up. Not my dad. Some other guy that went over to ask them for a fucking autograph over their head and slammed him through a fucking table. <laughs> so my dad, you know, thinking this was hilarious uh, because he's fucking, you know, got a good sense of humor like me, goes to the, he knew the people, knew the people that owned the bar and calls me. He's like, so remember how I was going to try to get you that autograph? <laughs> and tells me the story. <laughs> no autograph. No autograph. Yeah. Oh, man. That was fun back in the day. I remember uh, I went to a couple uh, events back in the day here in Phoenix at the uh, Memorial Coliseum, which was uh, where the Suns played forever. By the way, I see the people in the chat. I see the Magic Man giving Big Leg some shit about them clips. <laughs> about them clips. I ain't scared. You guys had a week off, dude. <laughs> we better get an equal one eventually, though. That'd the only helpful. time – this is the only time I think we ever have a chance at winning. I mean, I don't see us ever having – like, uh, everybody's been hurt this year. Like, I don't see the Suns ever – and I know Book's going to be gone. Chris Paul's gone next year. Chris Paul's going to the Lakers, no doubt. So, I don't think they have even – like, they got to do it this year. I don't think anybody wants to be a Laker anymore. I think Book does. <sighs> we'll see. Yeah, yeah. When I mean, you're a Kobe fan, like that big of a Kobe fan, I think that's a dream, right? But who mm. knows? It wasn't for the two dudes from California that play on the Clippers, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So, yeah, yeah, they they, they could have, they wanted to. You're so. right. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, the second that uh, Game Seven was over, I got a message from from Big Leg. I forget what. It, <laughs> let me see what it says. It said something. I think know. I asked you if you're ready. Yeah, he goes, "You ready?" <laughs> yeah, Saturday, Saturday night was fun. <laughs> oh man, that was there was some. Uh, listen, I haven't watched basketball in ten years, bro. I shit you not. Haven't been to the game in ten years. There's just no reason for me to watch it out here. Um, and uh, Suns and Four like made that happen. So thank you to the <laughs> Suns and Four guy. Yeah, that dude's uh, awesome. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> I wrote for him and for you, but nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, the rest the, of you the, can suck it. <laughs> yeah, right. The funny thing is uh did you guys see the Sons and Four figure? Yeah, it's like a like few grand or something like that. Yeah. The one of one uh blister pack or uh no, that's not what they call it. The Yeah, that's what they call it, right? Yeah, it's I got to like find it. Figure pack. Uh yeah. the dude made a one in one uh Sons and Four guy action figure. Yeah, uh, this is crazy. So here you guys go. <laughs> Kung Fu grip action. 
<laughs> so supposedly, um, I'm looking to see if they have a link for it, but uh, yeah, it's a one on one. He signed the back, sends in four. Oh, and he signed it. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say, he gets royalties, but uh, yeah, if he signed it. He's definitely getting royalties. Here we go. Here's the auction. Let's see here. It's a, holy cow, oh, wow. $6,100, 94 bids, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> If they yeah. if they win if they win tomorrow, it might go for ten grand on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it now and flip it, you guys. Oh, sure. Get this guy to sign it. <laughs> that is awesome. great, man. That is great. <laughs> Make money any way you can, gentlemen. Make money. Did you any see way the, you can. They, they they had him on the screen. They gave him a complimentary ticket. They showed him on the screen, and then everybody's erupting. And I saw like it was like Barstool had a, had tweeted or Instagram or something a picture of his ass. Just out there, just hype with everybody, like, and then just throw, throwing up, just people in line going down the aisle to take pictures with this dude. And then there's all these fights after the game, and they give us public service announcement about we thought better of our fans. And it's like yeah. you invited a dude to win someone's ass on the road, gave him VIP tickets, uh, put him on the big screen like 10 times, right? As the Sons of War guy. Although he didn't start that fight from what you could see. So Yeah, it was definitely Eddie, two Clippers Eddie, fans. Eddie hey, definitely was that the next governor of Arizona? No, that was yeah. Denver. That was Denver. That wasn't him. That was that was Denver fans. No, did you us, see dude. the new fights? Huh? I didn't see any other fights. Oh, okay, I'll show you the new fights. Order. Yeah. There was some uh new fights. Not with him yeah. though, right? No. <laughs> Sons of four. That it was pretty. Good. I give him that. Yeah. Yeah, there was a um here we go. Let's find it. Uh, Clippers and Suns after game one, fight after game one. Um, let's do this. The fucking Suns. <laughs> Dino wasn't on the show, and that's how we lost the channel. <laughs> we're, now, we're now selling comic books on the What's Not app with Brian Wood and Jack DeMeo. Would you like yeah. to buy my Marvel Comics Presents number 77? Did I sell some six dollars for a good price, dude? Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Uh, I was logging in. I saw people selling um, uh, dollar dollar bin shit for like twenty bucks. Wow! Fucking amazing. By, by pure auction too, not by I, people asking twenty dollars. I like, think that's what I think that's what style. Jesse and everybody on Facebook does too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, right? uh, it looks like a bad idea. Flynn's ghost says, I "Looks like that. Leg rearranged his shelves, moved most of the Masters Universe stuff." Uh, is that the case? If you want to know why, uh, follow my Instagram and my hashtag there because I've been actually taking a bunch of pictures of the different shit and trying to do a little uh, Instagram series. So yeah. the last, like, and I'm trying to do a different post every day, and so I can't really uh, – the light in here is not conducive for pictures. So, uh, Look at flag. So that's actually – Fucking yeah. embracing IG. Hey, you know what? Some, some, nice. Summertime, and I was like, well, you know, we're running up. We're finally getting a series. I'm really excited. I was beyond epic to be able to get Dave on the show last week, and so uh, you know, got a little little fire lit with some some of my slabs and stuff. And, well, uh, and this is like one series, but aren't they doing a couple more too? Right? I mean, I'm I'm not exactly sure what's gonna go uh, what's gonna go on. I mean, they've only announced the one through four. Uh, oh no! Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about like the TV series, right? Because they're doing. Oh, the, I assume they're the going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's actually like a live action one that's in the work as well. I don't know. Like yeah, if they that's been the live action's been on and off. I was actually privy to the 
what the live action was going to be, and it was yeah. even more of a prequel, and it was fucking horrible. And thank yeah. God it got shit canned. Okay. And I, I have no idea if that's anything I'm allowed to repeat, but um, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. And this was like a year, two, two years ago. I finally heard it was going to be, and it got it got shit canned. There wasn't going to be a lot of Masters of the, of the Universe in it. Let's put it that way. And so uh, anyway, um, yeah. So there's been a bunch of things in the work over the years. This is the most excited because they're, you know, they're doing the right thing. They're actually going to fight, you know, like they said, the uh, uh, the team that did the uh, the fight scenes for for what was it? Was it for Castlevania or something? Castlevania, like which yeah, is excellent. They, yeah, they put they put that together. You got you got Kevin Smith uh, rolling with it and stuff like that. So I'm just excited for it to get it to do and have some fun. I'm excited about the comics and it being, you know, I I, I like the Injustice uh, versus Master Universe. I really liked the uh, Master Universe and Thundercats. I thought it was great. You know, and the art was great. Freddie Williams is fucking killer on that stuff. Um, and uh, he even sells some of the OA on his website. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just really excited to that they're actually going to do this. You know, of course, excited that, that Wilkins is going to get uh, now four covers. You know, it's going to be three. So he's got this one. And then I, I don't know if you have access to his number two, which is the only other one that's released. But it, it's freaking insane. The only yeah. thing is Dark Horse needs to wake up because all these store variants – they wouldn't let anybody do any um, virgins or anything like that. And if you look at this, you know it needs a virgin. Not all of them do, but, I mean, that's across Skeletor's eyes, you know. I mean, it looks great as it is, but, like, you definitely would like, that's one I'd like to put next to a virgin. So, yeah, uh, yeah man, this is a, yeah. So that's why, yeah, there's some MOT stuff that I couldn't that I couldn't uh, reach up there. The other stuff, I'm just, I've just been taking some pictures and stuff like that and haven't reached to put it all back. So I just, I got some filler, <laughs> filler stuff that was laying around the room on the shelf behind me there's still some that's skeletons the, on the top shelf that's covered that's that's number two that's try that gorgeous. on oh. try that on try that on that is that, that is absolutely insane i'd buy that as a print yeah all day and every there, day and, uh, yeah uh, yeah and there's there's uh there should be uh some uh some signings uh some signings with, the, with uh, dave coming up as well for these for these uh master universe books definitely for the wanted comic book so uh yeah it's gonna but it's a lot of cool shit going on i'm really excited about it i thought i thought i'd uh throw it in the hat there and just like sort of promote it just because it's something honestly i've just enjoyed over the years straight up like it's just yeah. it's pure it's pure fanboy shit that i'm doing well speaking of wanted comics um uh on drunken chat the other night uh they he uh let us debut a new uh, cover for Ha Ha Number Six, and for a lot of people that might not realize it, Ha Ha Number Six and Ice Cream Man are. Um... Let me see if I can get this to open here. What's going on? Hold on. Okay, so Ha Ha Number Six and uh, Ice Cream Man are getting ready to um, merge universes. It from from what it seems. Does that sound right, you guys? Uh, because a lot of these issues, uh, these exclusives that are coming out for Hot Number Six, uh, I saw Hive Comics had one also. They had uh, the the two characters on it, so I think everybody kind of had the idea that they were going to merge these universes, right? They were so similar, and they just seemed perfect to merge. And uh, if you're going to merge the universes, you do it like this: Spy versus Spy, old school Mad Magazine, right? And Drew said that uh, he had this on his mind for a while. Like this is something that he really liked. And uh, growing up was the Spy versus Spy stuff, and uh, like you can't get any better than that, right? Here's the, um, the characters from Spy versus Spy. So very cool. Oh, yeah. Ha ha. Number six. Yeah, dude. I mean, can't I can't beat it. I grew up on Mad. 
you know, getting, getting a mad one a few years ago was always a, a big deal to me um, in, in, in a, in a decent price range for having a nice cover was kind of my criteria, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I prefer a, <laughs> a very fine yeah. or better, but tough to find. So uh, yeah, Jews, uh, I don't know, sort of, sort of like the same stuff. So uh, doing that um, spy versus spy, I thought was great. Yeah. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, doesn't get much better than that. And by the way, we can't, we can't not say John Gallagher did it. Like John Gallagher has been killing all these ha ha covers. Oh, so yeah. uh, shout out to John. I mean, it, it all started with this beauty. Uh, I, uh, you know, I hope he, he, he outdoes this one, but I don't know if he can because it's so damn good. Like, this is one of the best covers I've seen in comics uh, in a long time. When period. I first saw it, I said that, period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys want to complete the set, you need to go score yourself uh, this one, haha number six, um, which is a great spy versus spy cover. Now, that being said, uh, something that we talked about before the show that we thought that Drew said, hey, this might be interesting to talk a little bit about. And that is uh, Mad Magazine number 60, which is the uh, first appearance of Spy versus Spy. Not a lot of people know this. This is kind of interesting. This is uh, original art, right? This is the original art for wow. the first time Spy versus Spy. Holy was shit. put in Mad Magazine, which is Mad Magazine number 60, uh, which is this cover right here. It's the uh, Richard Nixon, and then I think the back has uh, uh, Kennedy on it. So you get the one with Kennedy and the one with Richard Nixon. But this kind of blew me away. This was in 2006, sold in 2006 uh i don't know how to see you'd have to sign in with your paypal i don't know if you want to do that on speed yeah yeah if anybody has a heritage uh i would love to know what this sold for in 2006 the spy versus spy now antonio pro pro proheus is that how you say it now I, I think that's how you say it yeah i don't know how you say it okay now he was a uh cuban he was from cuba i think he left cuba when um when um what's his name uh God damn Castro. it, I'm space. Castro, thank you, sir. When Fidel Castro took power over there and he came over here uh, to try and you know sell his wares as an artist, and he eventually found his way uh, over to Mad Magazine, and um, you can kind of tell that these characters are based off of like that that whole like kind of like government spook type thing. Um, yeah, the way they tell the story is that uh, he reached out to Sergio Argonas and uh, uh, sort of assumed that. Um, he spoke English better than uh, him. That turned out not to be the case, as the story is told. Uh, <laughs> but Gaines hired them both. You know what I mean? And uh, Argonus was already working there, and, and that's you know how uh, we got lucky with EC, uh, you know, and Mad Magazine publishing both their works. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Pretty um, sweet. Yeah, I, and Mad Magazine did that with a lot of great artists, and and like they kind of had their finger on the political pulse a little bit, I think. So, uh, pretty interesting, uh, really cool stuff. So make sure you guys check that out. Go go score you one of those. And and the Gaines copies. Uh, uh, so Gaines had. I'm I'm not going to go into the, the full story here, but Gaines Gaines, um, you know, uh, worked also uh, at EC Comics, which is actually uh, EC, which also published the first Mad. <clears throat> so he kept copies of. Uh, like everything that was produced so any of the any of the pch books from ec that you see that are nines and above there's a good chance that they were uh, gains file copies 
Yeah, so it's so this so it's just insanity. They um, they opened up his closet, they pulled all these out, they're all packaged out of the dark, um, wrapped up and stuff like that. And so he just happens. And so to me, um, I mean, I, I got mad. Uh, my first mad issue was number two sixty five, and it's a, a garbage fell kids issue. Nice. And, and they've got fake garbage fell kids on the back and stuff like that. Uh, I I still have it. And I literally got it because it was this funny looking dude, Alfred E. Newman, who half ass looks like a garbage fell kid in the first place. And so, um, you know, I thought it was funny. I'm, I'm going to be honest. This was probably, I don't know, 86 or 85 or something like that. And, you know, uh, being six, seven, eight years old, something like that. Didn't I'm not sure that I completely, you know, I could tell you that I understood all the political humor, but I don't understand the movie stuff and things like that. And it kind of helped me to, to read better, to be honest with you. And I, I didn't miss an issue after that. I love the cartoons. So the, the Spy vs. Spy, uh, any of any of the mad stuff, I, I really enjoyed. So to me, it was important that I added, uh, also because it was cheaper, but it meant more to me, I, that I add uh, games file copies to uh, to my collection of mad. So I've got, I've got, a, a, I got a 9.4... And then somebody was putting up cheap 9.8s on a, a consignment website one day, and I was like, "What the hell is Mad 9.8?" And I and they, the website didn't list it unless you clicked on it that it was a Gaines file copy. It, Damn, it was this is super cheap. I mean, like 50 bucks or something like that. So I, I, I probably spent like 200 bucks. Yeah, that's how they came out of out of his thing. See, wrote what was on there. So yeah, so my, I have I have two of the books that came out of those, and. Uh, and that's the the nine point four was probably like two hundred bucks, and the nine point eight was I don't know fifty. I could look it up, probably fifty or something like that. But it was it was dirt dirt cheap comparatively, and I didn't care what it was. It was Mad Magazine, a nine point eight, and it says Games File copy on it. Like you're great. Just like, yeah, I'm just you know I, I, you can't pick and choose exactly the ones I want, but I had to. But there's no way I'm gonna pass up what it is. So I'm I am kind of happy to have two two books literally out of his uh, brown package closet <laughs> collection. That he did, uh, that he put together for the world to to enjoy. So, look up Gaines file copies, especially if you're a Mad fan, and to have to have one that William Gaines owned. I mean, you can't you can't beat it. So, uh, big big Remo says, remember the folding back page? We all do. And to me, this is the greatest folding co back cover out of the whole run. This is a Frazetta Ringo Star back cover for Bletch. Uh, hair conditioner and shampoos and uh, it's very hard to find in good condition obviously because most of them have creases the fold creases oh, yeah. on the back so uh, for all you Frazetta fans this is a an amazing and, and I'll let you guys go do your homework on which uh, issue this is but um, it'll make it f more fun that way uh, mm -hmm. but this is a this is a really really cool piece so we yeah. love mad and, magazine and not here. not expensive either like none of these, either. none of these books are expensive. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the best part, you guys. Yep. That's I think finding these things that we uh, don't know about, and, and uh, we at least don't remember about half the time is the fun about doing content like this and watching other content like this. We all want to find those those new things that we we you know don't know about. It could be some crazy uh, niche collection collecting thing that uh, grabs you one of these days and mad magazine is definitely one as a matter of fact my best friend one of my best friends had his grandfather had a mad magazine number one through like i think up through like 75 or something like that 1975 um and he was the original mad magazine fan club president 
Hmm. Yeah. So uh, That's awesome. lots of old school Mad Magazine fans out there. Really cool. And, and so much 70s underground stuff, everything else. Like I found from when I was a kid, uh, one of the things I threw on the wall that I had finally found that I'm looking for in all my stuff is a, a Robert Williams Thrasher cover that I bought off the stands in whatever it was, 85 or something like that. Hell yeah. And I've, I've looked for, a, I have my own copy, which is, it does mean more, I guess, but I, I've, I've sort of looked for look for like a nice, like a really super clean one just because I'm a weird comic book guy. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what I mean? You always want to upgrade even though it's your own thing. But yeah, that actually, that, I mean, that that's literally the issue right there that, that turned me on to uh, uh, Robert Williams and a lot of the lowbrow art and things like that as a kid. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, magazine collecting is collect, collecting is one of the uh, funnest things to collect. Uh, I think it's super undervalued. I think a lot of magazines are way too undervalued. I always bring up Warrior Warrior number one. Um, a lot of cool magazines out there and uh, fun to collect. And and now that more uh, companies are grading them, it's uh, pretty cool. So, all right. Um, so some, one of the things that we wanted to talk about, uh, we waited for uh, most people to get here tonight, is the crazy comic market and not just the comic market, the whole collectibles market, cards, comics, everything. Uh, it's just absolutely bonkers right now. Um, George, I'm trying to find your, uh, your Marvel Spotlight uh, stuff that you sent me. Do you have that? Um, where was that? There. So basically... Uh, a Marvel Spotlight number five um, recently sold for ri- absolutely ridiculous amounts. Um, it sold for what two hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars about four days ago. That's correct. I'll, uh, and, I'll send you the images now, buddy. Yeah. So uh, you know that that is an all absolute all-time high for that book. Absolutely crazy. Um, people are. Let me bring it up here. Download. All right. Um, people are going crazy talking about this right now. And there we go. Download. Jesus. So so the nine point eight, right? So there's there's five copies. Uh, there's five copies in I mean four. Four, four copies, excuse me. On the census, so there's four nine point eights of this book, iconic yeah, cover. And, and for the record, there were three. Brian Weedman told us on um, I can't remember if it was off screen or on screen that when they were doing the promise collection and, and the feature auction, that they subbed this book. Really? Like like the guy, whoever's got the other three, Nick Cage, <clears throat> Keanu Reeves, <clears throat> I don't know whoever's got them right. Like they're not selling them. Um, and then they subbed this nine eight lunatics, and here it is. Wow, wow. So yeah, so I, the I, last... I love it. I mean, I'm. It's not a. It's not a. I mean, it's not my wheelhouse, that's for sure. Uh, right. But like, uh, I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's terrible with what we're seeing, man. I, I really don't. Well, the last one sold. The last nine point eight sold in twenty sixteen. For forty-eight point five thousand dollars. See, I, that's what I'm saying. That uh, the inflation on other books are more than five times the amount. Yeah. You know, and that's oh. basically what five point one or something times. Like so, yeah. I, I, it just doesn't sound that outrageous to me if you're gonna make a comic book investment. You know, this it's is funny like, here. The old 
uh, guard, right? Um, talk about this book as being like, you know, that's like a C list first appearance. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what? there's multiple Hollywood movies. He's the most beloved character, arguably, uh, of the 90s, other than maybe The Punisher and Wolverine. Right? Um, yeah, Venom. Like, we all, yeah, Venom. Like, we all grew up with him. Like, but he wasn't on the, he wasn't on the B squad. Like, you know, like, A list player. Right? Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, uh, those same guys say the same thing about Iron Man, though. Well, about everything. They say about, about everything. Man. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like that damn Robert Downey Jr. You know, I don't know why everybody likes the Iron Man. I'm like, Jesus. what's the, what, what, is that a legit pick? What's the? Uh, uh, this is the legit pick right here. This is. So it. what's the what's the the seal next to the grade or whatever? I don't know. That's interesting. Let's take a look if we can see here. It says Gary Frederick Roy Thomas story. I don't know what that is. Was so that Col- YouTube guy that put stickers on his books? Is, this, is, 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 that, is, that, is that a so Reggie Collect sticker? That's the Reggie Collect <laughs> sticker. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, a, the cool. Northeast Ohio sports cards guy. Put it on there. Yeah, yeah. and then. It well, looks like the uh, Teamsters logo. Could be it. Yeah. Mason, it's Mason iconography. I saw it on an episode of Loki. <laughs> the TV. Oh, Maybe they had to do it. I mean, Dude, you need looks... a time machine to get these fucking books. Like, I mean, good God, man. It's a black cover. I just don't understand how they they unearth these things. Yeah, it's, it presses well. It just hasn't lasted well. You know what I mean? And the same thing, this is always a... Another one of those books that I always figured you could always find. Uh, for you nice. can find a beater for 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 two to four hundred bucks all the time. Anna, you know what I mean. Speak of the devil, there is the old guard. When are you coming on the show? We miss you. We need a little bit of help here. Yeah. Oregon collection. It has a pedigree. Okay. Yeah. There you go. For those of you guys that don't know, this uh, is then uh, why is it blue label? Aren't pedigrees all silver label? Black these days. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Silver, gray, whatever. Yeah, mate. Well, let me ask you. Uh, I just got graded before that. Is that the copy that sold? Yes, this is the copy that sold right here. So, does that mean that they didn't auction the one that they subbed? The nine. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Gonna have to reach out to Weedman. Am I? We are. I'm hallucinating. Maybe he didn't say that to me. Yeah. Or does I've been wrong before? By the way, I. I do want to give a quick shout out for for those of you guys that don't know Anna Love. Uh, this is one of the big dogs, the big dogs. There's always a bigger dog out there, and Anna Love is the bigger dog. So yeah, I was gonna sure say guys... who's bigger than her. For yeah. the record, her IG is brilliant. Her Facebook is brilliant. She's got better books than anybody I've ever seen, but is like kind to a fault and uh, is nice enough to teach constantly about yeah. stuff. Yeah, so uh, make sure you go follow her on IG. Uh, just really killer stuff, and and this is the one that always gets to me. Look at that, just sitting in this old. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So, anyways, Anna Love is here. That's uh, the IG. Make sure you guys go give her a follow. She's a uh, she's she's the big dog. But uh, anyways, um, let's get back into. Let me find that good that goodness. Where is it? Marvel Spotlight number. Four, number five it, you, you know it, was, it started uh shit started to pop out of the woodworks too so the um I, saw, I mean some people are sort of waiting for this thing to go a little bit i know some of the hangouts that we're in you know people are like well this is logical uh, to follow you know to a degree it, it probably won't ever be i don't think it'll ever be 181 but like to, it'll follow sort of that trajectory at least 
you know, as far as sort of over the years. And um, that some of the lower grade ones and things like that weren't necessarily following suit the way some of the other books have. But I noticed, uh, I think the people started listing nine, nine twos at 40, 50 grand. There was a nine oh up for 10 grand. And I think it jumped from, jumped from six grand to 10 grand as soon as that sell for Dude, the 9-0. There was, there was a so the rising that, tides lifting the boats on this. Yeah, the there was nine a 9-0 that my buddy had, um, Greg uh, Carter, Anna's friend, right? He didn't tell me about it. He told me about it after it was gone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like you buried the lead. That was the book he didn't tell me about. He was telling me about this, that, and the other. Gone. This yeah, this, that's one of my best purchases ever. I, I got a nine zero for eight hundred bucks with white pages, Woo. and I, and I was and it, dude, it's the thing is it would her first copy I got was a uh, mid grade. I don't, I don't think I graded. I don't I don't I don't know what I did with it, but it was like Thanksgiving easy Thanksgiving visiting my grandma. I came home with like this and X Men one, a Daredevil one. Uh, it it was kind of it was kind of dumb. It was from a comic store. They were all raw. None of them were super high grade. The X Men came back a one zero, um, sold it because I thought I could always upgrade, and that never happened. But uh, yeah, I remember. I remember the first night um, I came home with with uh, with this thing, and I sat down, and I had never read it before. I was like, "This is a good ass story, man!" Like I knew mm-hmm. the story by reading synopsises of the story, but um, this, you know, this was a, while, a long time ago. So I, you know, I never had a cop. I never had a copy in my hands or a facsimile copy, and I guess I never had anything else like to sort of story. It's a good story. It's it's straight. It's absolutely legit. So I, I'll obviously I think Marvel Spotlight six through ten is gonna go up. Um, Ghost Rider one uh, already has been going up, so that's just gonna that's just gonna jump again. Six is and, cheap. Yeah, six six is cheap. I, know, I, I have I a really nice copy today, of six today, for the record, but it was cheap a while ago, like a week ago, yeah. a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just gonna go up, but that's great. Okay, I'm, like, I'm, glad, I'm glad to see this. I'm glad to see this. Okay, so does this mean that? Uh, okay, back in the day, back in the day, it was Hulk 181. That was the top, and then second was Amazing Spider-Man 129. 129, right? Yeah. And then it was like whoever the whoever else. So now it's so so Marvel Spotlight number five is the number two Bronze Age book now. Is that what that means? I, I think so. Because I swear, because I swear, like uh, yeah, one twenty nine is just like in the dust of uh, Werewolf by Night thirty two. Um, what the hell? What else? What's the other Bronze Age first appearance? Um. Uh, yeah. Shoot. Oh, uh, Tomb of Dracula ten. It's it's like well, almost one twenty nine like, and two ten are the only two that I think have like an inch left. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like a, you can squeeze like, like, like the, yeah, like the clock's ticking on them both too. Yeah, 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 yeah. one one twenty nine nine point eight sold four days ago for for forty one thousand dollars. Yeah. Ain't nobody talking about 35 cent variants. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not talking about that. No, not at all. Iron Fist 14, 9, 8, 35 cent shit on all of them. And they'll be like, wait, what happened? Y'all, because people used to have to pay five. Is there a 9, 8? An Iron Fist 14? I've definitely never seen. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, the census is super small. I don't even know if there is a 9, 8. I've not, I, there's one copy that was like listed on eBay in the last like two years. 
and it was promptly in, removed. In nine eight? Not in 9-8. No, 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 no. In any fucking condition. No, they they come up. I, it's one of my safe yeah, searches. Like, it's one of my safe searches. We're gonna have to talk about this. I yeah. they, they 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 come up in such like uh, to me considering like things that I want to invest in and the prices that that's at. Like that's just uh, not. That's not. I mean, to me, that's that's probably that's not in my. Other than like a very low grade copy or uh, probably not even mid grade, that's not really not in the mid out my wheelhouse. What exactly? It's, it's a little bit, a uh, little bit niche. There are no nine eights in Iron Fist fourteen. There are Thanks. four nines, four nine sixes, three nine fours, seven nine twos, four nine os, nine eight fives, seven eight os, and then not very many under that. There's only sixty four graded copies. Period. Sixty four plus five SS. So 69 graded copies of 35 cent variant for Underface 14. So, um, Zach, you brought up uh, the Promise Collection. And no, trust me, we didn't forget about it. Um, it definitely is something we talk about on this channel yeah. a lot. The Promise well, yeah, Collection well, is our favorite thing to talk, one of our favorite things to talk about. And we have a show every Thursday night that you can find called Old School Comics, uh, which is uh, a really good uh, place to kind of, if you guys don't know much about Old School or if you want to catch, catch the bug, um, which uh, you definitely will after watching old school comics on Tales from the Flipside, that's for sure. So make sure you guys just go on over to Tales from the Flipside. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe uh, button. But uh, you can find old school comics around here somewhere. Um, we put out uh, here. We go old school comics. This was uh, the other the other week. Uh, I think uh, George, you guys had uh, Stray Flexing on. Yeah, dude, listening to Josh Allen uh, at Pee Wee something or another on IG and Stray Flexen uh, talking to one another about like Golden Age books and uh, Golden Age foreign books was so entertaining. I could do it like every day of my life. They just kept showing one another shit that like I'd never seen before that they'd never seen before. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and one of the things that we're we're going to do our best, uh, we've already talked to Brian about it. We're going to try and have Brian on um, after every sale to try and come on and talk more about uh, what's coming, what's sold, the craziness, all that stuff. So yeah, keep and hopefully an Anna, hopefully we can get Anna on. Yes. Yes. There's well, she knows there's a spot waiting for her over there. So, yeah. But, um, Whenever. Yeah craziness absolutely craziness but you know some of the things we talked about the um the the marvel spotlight five going crazy ridiculous money right and people are are you know seeing just uh, up arrows on it on comics still but the where you're seeing down arrows is on cards cards right now a lot of people are talking market correction and cards um a Michael Jordan PSA 10 rookie sold for 700 something thousand dollars a couple months ago at a Ken Golden auction. A PSA 10 recently went up for auction on PW pre-war card collectors uh, eBay account and it sold for 180,000 to which it looks like PWCC went and had the uh, eBay go in and say there was an issue with the sale. Now, it's, uh, this is from Darren Ravel on, on Twitter. He says, PWCC says the 86 Fleer Michael Jordan rookie auction this week, which resulted in a five-month low for the card at 180000 has been declared invalid. True. So two scary things here. One, that's not right. Could you imagine being the guy that won it for 180000 thinking that you just, like, you know, walked into 500 k Yeah, so what's the deal there? 
tell me again why did they declare it invalid? Fuckery afoot. That's what it is, right? I mean, they haven't said. They haven't said. So PWCC put out a statement saying eBay experienced a site issue during a recent flash auction of an 86 Fleer Michael Jordan PSA 10, which hey, caused this. Can I, as uh, the one guy who sues motherfuckers for a living uh, on the <laughs> panel, let uh, whoever uh, know there will absolutely be a civil lawsuit about all of this and someone is going to pay. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. So, you know, if we and PWCC has been one of the two biggest bidders in or biggest auction people. Who's that? Where's that coming from? Oh, it's Sean. Sorry. Um, I thought it was coming from me. Um, Sorry. No, you're good, brother. I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, <laughs> PWCC uh, is one of the biggest eBay uh, auction houses along with um probstein right so let's look at pwcc some of their recent high sales look at these sales recently oh could this have anything to do with the reason ebay is changing all their bidding shit like that's a you great can't question you, that you can't retract bids can we be uh because like can we be we real can precise have... about this have you not experienced horror stories with ebay like i when i say that i think there is fucking fraud everywhere i don't mean like you know bob thinks that comic book should be 25 dollars, and and i only think it's a dollar bin book like i mean I, you know like you get uh people that like win auctions that don't pay for them in an effort to like manipulate gpa prices you get people buying books and then fucking sending uh you know uh their buddy money back on paypal i, I mean it, it it breaks my heart i i hope um that if it's going on at the low level that I fucking operate in, I, Lord only knows what's happening, um, what some of these bigger guys are experiencing. I mean, the story behind all of this is going to be fascinating. Uh, yeah, they're going to have to say something. Yeah, well, I mean, so the software glitch, something can't get anything. I mean, eBay has had problems lately. I'll say that, like as far as we all know that um, when they switched over their categories, best offers weren't working. Like we just couldn't, a lot of us couldn't uh, answer best uh, best offers. And I, and I couldn't figure out why on some things until I just, you know, I talked to you guys, my friends, and and I realized that they're not, they're, they weren't accepting best offers, but it was a, it was a glitch. Uh, at the same time, um, so uh, yeah, somebody's, uh, I don't know, something like this. It could be crazy. Like, if you won it, I would be pissed off. But if it was real and the high bidder was a show bidder and didn't have $180,000 to be able to bid on this, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've never uh, I've never spent $180,000 on anything but a house before. So I don't know. Yeah, that one would uh, have know, been and, worth and, a call, and that, though, wouldn't it? That, that took a while to, to go through. You know what I mean? With years of documentation of my earnings and wife's earnings and such, uh, you know, so like could, could, I don't know, could someone with a five eBay account, or I mean, like, could I bid $500,000 on something? You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know the answer. So it could, it could work either, either way. Don't you need like authenticated on uh, a lot of these larger um, eBay things? 
Mm, well, I, this, I, I think so, but I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. That's kind of what I'm asking. I'm not sure. You you guys are talking about you know the way eBay does stuff, and uh, recently eBay just put out another uh, policy change. Yeah, so shout out to uh, people that saw that. Where it says effective uh, July 29, 2021, we are updating our eBay money back guarantee policy for trading cards by changing the time frame for buyers requesting a return when the item doesn't match the listing. If the seller doesn't offer returns, you must request a return no later than three calendar days after delivery instead of 30 days to return an item when it doesn't match the listing. Also, if the seller offers returns, you must request a return within the seller's return window as stated in the listing. While you may notice the absence of eBay money back guarantee badge from trading card listings, these items will still be covered under eBay money back guarantee as long as all eligibility requirements are met, including return windows outlined in the policy. So eBay mm. is is they're they're trying to reduce the the fraud that you see, like especially like if a player gets hurt and now your card is worth half the amount that you just bought six days ago and you're still within the return window. Um, there's all kinds of stuff like that. You know, if a player come like Jared Kellenick, uh, Jared Kellenick is is a stud baseball prospect was the number one prospect in in, in uh the world for a couple years in a row he gets called up and he has a stellar couple games just crazy crazy numbers and then he goes 30 games where he doesn't do shit and they send him back down to the minors now people were paying 10 times the amount for his card two days before or three days before you know so when stuff like that happens it it makes people uh beyond pissed um and will we be seeing the same type of thing coming in comics i should have sold my bull bulls last year um, <laughs> they'll still be worth something brother yeah yeah i'm not too worried uh but i pulled them out and i was like wait a second what if he is a second coming uh, yeah and almost uh comic book speculation um is, is almost easier than sports speculation because you know like it's actually based on performance <laughs> not i don't know uh, things pan out right in front of your eyes every single day, much less, you know, over the yep. months where you wait for a new issue or something like that. Uh, that was, that was actually my question. And, and that's why I posted that email in the hangout today, because I really hope that they would like <clears throat> start to take that into consideration. You got three days to figure it out, not 29 days to be like, Oh, you know what? I wanted a near mint book, but this isn't near mint, even though it's not listed as near mint or anything like that. Um, you know, maybe, so I just, I happened to, you know, we see it, we see it all the time. Um, my listings are pretty transparent. I don't always have a ton of them up. Uh, I list a lot of slabs and I take, I take a lot of, I take a lot of pictures, you know, usually, usually uh, eight to 12 pictures per book. And, uh, you know, I would, I really think that they would like to, to do this for us. The, the thing is, um, this goes to show what a redheaded stepchild we are to carts you know what i mean like this makes sense for us man but like we're not doing as much business as they think we're doing business you know bro you mean like, now that we're listed like fucking ebay used books on uh, or i'm sorry uh, amazon used books on ebay oh, drive God, me it's fucking so, nuts it's so bad but then they have like 50 identifiers that you can type in on the bottom and i'm like i don't have fucking time for that can't i just pick the avengers category modern avengers you know it's like something uh, like that or uh or you know uh silver wolverine not silver uh, there's no silver wolverine but you know what i'm talking about uh yeah exactly man we're, we're, i don't know we'll, we'll see one thing at a time uh 
I, I think it is good that they are doing it to a degree for the for the cards people. Hopefully, they're gonna they're gonna go on to the other collectibles like that. And I think we're even more. Um, I don't want to say subjective, but like, um, you know, a, a card has a front and a back. Okay, no, I'm not pretending it's easy to grade cards. I'm not. I'm not good at it. I haven't on my skills at it. But you know, I've practiced grading comics for people and and uh, with you know my own eyes, my own eyes off eBay, my own eyes off wherever, and then sending them in on books that I think should be sent in. And you know, comics have you know 20, 24 pages of front cover, a back cover. You know, weird smells and different colors. It's way more difficult. And so, um, I don't know. I, I hope that do something to back us up one of these days. Man. And I, just, I feel like they haven't completely done that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll probably be seeing something coming. But speaking of all this craziness uh, in the market, and if there's a market correction coming or, you know, what's going on with all this nuts uh, sales and, and non-sales, I guess, why don't we get into our very own market report? What do you guys say? Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tales from the Flipside market report. Let's get into it. All right. This is interesting. Jack Kirby, Esquire, September 1966 illustration of Spider-Man and other Marvel heroes original art. Wow. Wow. Uh, $168,000. Ooh, motherfucking me. Yeah, it was just too so beautiful dope. to not include. Uh, there'll be a lot of, of great stuff um, on Thursday with uh, the most recent Heritage results, but uh, this is one that I thought everybody should be hip to. Just too damn cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yep. Really cool. All right, next one. This book has got to just be. This is this has got to be eaten away at Carter and Nico. I mean, I could just see that the, they're just slowly melting in their chairs. And yeah, we were uh, we were. I was what an hour late, and you were like what eight minutes late, Carter. I don't know. I my my reason my rationale for not being upset is just I figured that maybe the dealer and the buyer they talked over the phone like the night before and he like saved it for him or something you know like tucked it away because i looked all through that uh that particular dealer's um stuff and i just didn't see it so i just figured oh he just kind of he tucked it away for the guy that actually bought it didn't he whatever you're gonna tell yourself didn't he steal this from a widow though it's all it's all it's also uh just like wild but this was not that copy this is a different copy uh for those who are unfamiliar the amazing spider-man 667 1 in 100 delato variant from 2011 has left people stunned um in 2013 you uh could have gotten this book for between a thousand and seven hundred dollars yeah, or you could have got it for ratio the day of. Yeah, I got it at the ratio <laughs> a couple years before. But no copies in 9-8 condition sold for another four years. And in 2017, it came out the gate at 10K. At least no copies sold that were recorded on GPA. Yeah. Um, in 2020, there were two sales, one for 20000 one for 15000 and then this is the uh, most recent heritage sale. There's 
two nine eights, 22 nine sixes, and about 60 slabbed copies on the census. Uh, and, you know, if you're uh, not uh, some elite, uh, right? Yeah, we, we don't understand it either, uh, Anna, for the record. <laughs> but uh, if you're not, um, you know, I don't know, a Hollywood uh, celebrity or NBA player, um, there's a, a Mexican version that's pretty damn inexpensive if you uh, like the Gelato uh, cover. So that means Ultimate Fallout 4 variant is worth that much? Well, uh, we'll talk about one that's a lot more interesting and one that I don't understand why it hasn't sold yet a little bit later. Uh, but it's not the DeJuravec. Um, anyway, there's ready? Yeah. So this was the other big standout from the Heritage Auction that is not um, one of, of the Promise Collection books. And I think people were sort of taken aback by the price tag for this, uh, you know, at the paltry six-figure price tag of $108,000. Um, you know, why did it sell for less than an Ultimate uh, Fall, or I'm sorry, a uh, Marvel Spotlight 598? Why did it sell for? Silver Surfer you know, sucks. That's not what fans of Jack Kirby would say, but I think what people will tell you is that there was a warehouse find that 49's a rare book in high grade. In 2017, this was a $30,000 book on the high end. Uh, the low sale uh, in 2017 for a 9.8 was $18,000. Uh, a year later, the book had almost, uh, you know, I don't know, doubled from the, the low of 18000 to $37,000. And then here we are three years later with this six-figure sale. Um, crazy. Look at, dude, look at that dude's head in a toga. <laughs> those ugly blue suits, dude. Team is I'm a watcher. Yeah, hater, whatever. hater. He's wearing them cheap yeah. slippers. Uh, yeah, whatever, hey, haters, Toga's haters. only good for Animal House. And John Belushi can rock a toga. Everybody else can fuck off. <laughs> I'm with you, McClay. All right, next book. Here you go. This is a book people talk about, uh, ask about all the time. Yeah, Saga so here, number one, RRP it, edition. Auctions ongoing. I just thought I'd give you guys a little taste. Uh, we got three days to go. It's uh, speaking of, of new books, uh, certainly uh, not, um, you know, uh, an older book. It's uh, a one of 500 retailer roundtable. Uh, program variant uh, in 2019 it was a two thousand dollar nine eight. Twelve months later, uh, the average is thirty three hundred dollars. The ninety day average is thirty six hundred dollars, and this auction's ongoing. We'll see where it lands. Note that they haven't. Note that there hasn't been a new issue in years, and that Brian Vaughn uh, can't get why the last man on television and indicated that the reason that he made this book was because. It couldn't be transformed into a television or a movie. It had to be a comic book, um, you know. And our response is, so maybe it can be a TV show or a movie, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> always wish, but people love animated. it. Animated, people animated. love it. Animated. There you go. There you go. You All right, next anime. book. Marvel right, Mystery so Comics number sixty-one, a CGC two sold for four. $195. Yeah. So my point is uh, for us uh, player haters out there, uh, you know, I'm part of the player hating fucking uh, old school team. 
how the fuck can you not want this book at a $500 price tag, uh, but instead be willing to spend, you know, the insane amounts of money that people spend on, for example, I love the lotto, but get the fuck out of here. Um, You know, and the examples go on and on and on, right? Um, I'm buying Golden Age again now. Dude, legitimately, like when I say that, I think there's you get this for 500 bucks. When I say there's opportunity in the Golden Age, there's no one that disagrees with me at this point. Yeah, Um, no one. So I don't know how long that's going to last, but um, man, how cool is this? Yeah, that's beyond cool, man. All right, next one. This is uh, a lot of 10, Secret Wars number three, which is the first appearance of Titana. There's rumors that she's going to show up in the She-Hulk MCU stuff. Um, this lot of 10 sold for $580. That is, that is, that is a great auction. This is, good job, man. Right? I've been highlighting That's when I freak out and I would go, oh, I got these. And I do the, I do the same thing with my in, investment lots. Ah! Go for it. Enjoy the investment lot, right? right. And you know what? Somebody warehouse better find to me. How about it, man? It's all yours, dude. Take it off my hand. Yeah, warehouse finds warehouse investment find, yeah. lots. You ready? This is my other favorite one. Original owner, one owner, that kind of shit. Like yeah. one owner is me. Uh, That's okay if it's a car, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I don't care who owned a comic book before. <laughs> you know what I mean? So? Oh, uh, get me in trouble. Um, yeah, so nine eights are 460 bucks. The Canadian price variant's 800. These ain't Canadian price variants. The nine six is a $200 bill. Uh, somebody's doing the work here. Um, I don't think we'll see Scar in She Hulk. I do think we'll see Titania. Uh, this book's tough and high grade, believe it or not, at least for me. May not be for this guy, may not be for you, but um, I was so happy. I found one high-grade copy. I've got like, I don't know, nine, but I found one in like a $2 bin this weekend. Almost danced out of the store. Who came up and, with that Who came up with that rumor about Scar and She-Hulk? The who direct. Came, who came up? Dude, they need to be off the internet. Real talk. Well, he, he's, he's also the writer. We looked him up. He's got uh, some bullshit about like, you know, the end credit scene for uh, uh, WandaVision uh, is, uh, demonstrates uh, that they're going to use Mephisto, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And it was at that point when Brian and I were on the phone, and I was like looking up, I was like, all right, we can we can officially feel safe to roast this fucking article. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope he's right, and I hope I'm wrong, uh, but I- I'm not going to be buying that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who's fucking... worse, comic speculators or TV speculators? TV. I feel like it's trickled down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the same like thing now. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. All right. Next uh, book on the list tonight is X Men number four, CGC 5.5. Uh, first appearance of Scarlet Witch at Quicksilver, sold for $4,200. Yeah. I mean, it's not um, the all time high for this book in this grade, which was $4,500, but it is high. The 12 uh, month average. 2800 bucks and some change 90 day average under 4k uh super cool book and i think for a uh, long time x-men silver age collectors um this is like the magneto book it's not really x-men one and uh you know now you get quicksilver um with a couple different iterations and wanda 
uh, really taking uh, kind of the center stage uh, in the MCU um, here going forward. I, I think it's a, a certainly a cool book and, and one to watch. It, that's one of the greatest books in comic history. I don't care what anybody says. I, yeah. I love that book. I love that cover. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, good stuff. All right, here we got another investor lot coming up, ladies and gentlemen. These ones <laughs> yes. are kind of weird. These ones are kind of weird. This is interesting. So we got two lots. We got one, which is uh, 10 issues of Marvel.1, the Bradshaw variant. That sold for $590. And then we have another one, which is the same issue, but the regular cover sold for $545. That makes no sense to me. None. I think you'd rather have the Bradshaw variant, right? So ironically, that's that's traditional uh, sort of logic. It's always been my logic. And um, we talk about these like price anchors, at least I have been with my friends, because apparently this market moves so quick. I don't know how to... Um, really even evaluate books. I think that's how dealer flip side sort of became envisioned. Uh, but let me kind of tell you what I'm, uh, these numbers first and then tell you what I mean. So the nine eights for uh, the A cover are, you know, 300 to 350 bucks. Uh, nine sixes, 125 to $150. Um, there's comparable numbers, uh, for the um, B covers. I mean, we're talking about real uh, comparable numbers. 365 uh, nine eights for the B cover, uh, 222 uh, nine eights for the A cover, uh, 450 slabbed copies total for the A cover. Uh, 537 slabbed copies total for the B cover. Uh, the B cover being the one that Brian and I always assumed was a better cover, uh, a more popular cover, a more expensive book. And, and the prices are, are really about the damn same. Um, now, the 1 in 50 gets uh, a lot more expensive. Um, it's about a $1,500 book. But uh, what I'm seeing in the market more and more is that I just remember what prices used to be and do a bad job of remembering or like knowing what the hell they are right now. A good example is this book. Another great example is Secret Wars 8. If I told you that I found two copies of Secret Wars number one for $20 a piece, you'd be like, I don't fucking care, George. But if I told you I found two copies of Secret War 8 for $20 a piece, you'd be like, that's awesome. Black Spidey suit, love that book. They're the same price in 9.8. Have been for a while. Right. But like we have these price anchors and you do, too. Um, and I, I think that that's like something that we're all going to have to get a little bit better at going forward because stuff's changing quick. Yep. Full show. All right. Next book. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Ghost Comics number two uh, sold for seven hundred and eleven dollars. This is an absolutely gorgeous cover. Okay. two cover. Arguably the deal of the week, right? So uh, a 2.0 copy sold for 650 bucks back in 2019. A 2.5 uh, for $900. A 3.0 will run you about 1100 bucks uh, going into calendar year uh, 2021. Um, the Norford Pedigree sold for $13,200 in July. Uh, there's one outlier sale, a 5.0, uh, 
in October uh, of this or of last year sold for fifteen hundred dollars. But uh, I, I think this was uh, one hell of a buy, a real smart buy from whoever picked it up. Amen. Great cover. All right, here we go. Here's another one on the list this week. All winners comics number one. Uh, yeah, so, timely book. Yeah, a book 42, that's on the 4300. move. 4300, yeah. A uh, book that's on the move for sure. So a 2.5 uh, was about $3,400 in 2019. Uh, in April, a 5.0 sold for $12,000. And then in December um, of 2020, an 8.5 sold for $12,200. Um, you want to talk about opportunity in the market. I mean, think about what you, you could end up with like what a nine, two of Hulk one eighty one uh, today for the same price uh, around Christmas, you could have picked up an eight, five of all winners. <laughs> Number one, Get the fuck well, out of here. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop everything right now for a second. Yeah. Cause a Anna love just said, Oh, I have the original art of this. Now is that this book or is it the ghost comics? Number two, I gotta know this now because, uh, this is absolutely astonishing. I can't open my mouth and my tongue's going to hit the floor. I know, oh, right? Crap. <laughs> so uh, let us know. I didn't realize know. All Winners Comics was that cheap that recently. Maybe that. Yes. Maybe that's why I've been searching. And then I don't know why my dumbass gave up on it because fuck, I would have been, I would have been, I would have been golden, pun intended, in December. Then I don't know. Wow. If she meant the ghost book, uh, still either way, I don't care. To have the uh, the art on this too. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, the one the one big thing, like I said, man, I, I bring it up damn near every week. It all it all it always throws you off because um, as as a sales, I, I don't actually do this, but any seller I know that runs those the the high priced or just you know regular price, um, <clears throat> the high price or the regular price, call, you know we call it as a seller you oh, call it catch, catch catching a fish. Yes. So basically, what you're doing is is catching a fish. Like you know, this comic's worth uh, 200 bucks. I start the bidding at 199.99. Run it every week until until you catch a fish. And you get lucky. You get like four bids on it that week or something. And catch you know, it is it is what it is. It's not even. It's a pretty decent sales technique. Um, but that didn't that price didn't surprise me. Even though. Oh no! I think this was a best offer. It's not like you can just get up there and like this. Just, yeah, this book so, shows up. Sean, the way that uh, this one went, I don't think it was like that. I think this was a, uh, a, you know, a penny auction, and then someone saw it listed and immediately was like, "How much do you want for it?" And the guy's like, "I don't know." He's like, "Make me an offer," and he made it, and it was accepted because when I clicked on it, it would distort it. Um, oh, and that's, okay. You so know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but um, they do have it's it is it is it's on GPA. It's forty three hundred bucks. Yeah, no, they paid. I, I remove them if GPA doesn't uh, indicate they paid. Oh, I was taking okay. yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. rate off. And a two five thirty four hundred in twenty nineteen. So it doesn't seem too far off. Well, it, you know, we talk about the market correcting itself in cards and some of the things that we're seeing across across the board with uh, a lot of cards in the card market. Could this be a market correction, ladies and gentlemen? Amazing Spider-Man number 300, a CGC 9.8, sold for $5,600. Wait, is that down or is that up? Oh, that's way down. Wasn't this like a... I could have swore it was, it's been that price for I thought it was a that hot price. minute. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm thinking that this is... Yeah, was... no. So, I mean, that's not... Well, 
let me rephrase that. Uh, you're both right. <laughs> um, and I didn't even fuck with the data just because there's so much of it. But basically what happened is this book went from $2,000.98 to $4,000.98. And then it crept up almost to 8000 and has settled in this $5,500 range. Okay. And it really kind of, uh, I think, was a matter of like the rando, uh, I assume are baseball card people, figuring out the difference between newsstands and, and direct um, the newsstand uh, selling for substantially more than the direct uh, to comic people for whatever fucking reason. Um, I don't know that it necessarily matters, but uh, my question, I guess, uh, is, is ASM 300 the copper Hulk 181? I mean, I, I suppose. I mean... And all those like shitty ideas I had about uh, Hulk 181, it's too damn common. I don't understand why people are obsessed with this book that I now have about ASM 300. Will I kick myself in the ass about it, you know, five, 10 years down the road for not having as many copies as I, I can? Uh, I, think I do still think there's a ton of those out there. there. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of, of books, though. right? Yeah. Well, that's why. So 181, I think a 9.8 record sale is like, uh, I had it up earlier. I took it down. I think it's about 50 grand. So like if you told somebody, you know, um, um, like Carter dropping, you know, what, what was, you know, King and in what order they were in. Uh, I mean, it's just a different deal in 9.8 when there's uh, hundreds of 9.8s compared to four 9.8s. Right. Uh, that's, that's what we're learning. And so with Hulk Hulk one only selling only selling for fifty grand because another one's going to come up. Some somebody is like you said, Keanu Reeves or uh, or uh, Nick Cage is like, screw this, I got two fifty. Let's, let's buy this shit. My book, right? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, so you know, and there's and, and the same thing. So the one eighty one is going to fluctuate more. I think uh, I, I'm not going to guarantee that that if a Marvel Spotlight five goes up tomorrow. Uh, nine eight goes up tomorrow again that it's going to surpass that but it's not going to go for it's not it's, it's not going to drop significantly i wouldn't believe because you got the guy who in second place who needs one now or the guy in first place who wants two you know and that's you know that that's how rich that's how that's how rich guys play this game and uh and yes if you spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a comic book i consider you kind of rich so you know uh Another thing that we talk about a lot, I think we talked about it on the Hot 10 this last week uh, with uh, Chris from Journals Comics, is that, you know, the, the whole population count thing. Now, I, I agree with Rain and Threes that pops do matter. Um, and we're a lot of people in the comic industry are learning that from the sports card industry. But there are certain things that could have high pop counts that are still, uh, you know, those iconic collectibles that will always be worth money. I mean, a perfect example is this, right? This, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, same with like 266 spawn yeah, Bo Jackson uh, rookies. Uh, yeah, you, just, you can go through them, dude. I mean, yeah, um, so, you want let's you want to keep running? Yeah, so here's the next one. Next book on the list is uh, I want a book we all love, uh, Marvel Comics from Marvel Comics, uh, Wolverine number eight. With the uh, what's what's this Hulk's character's Mr. Fix It? Is that his name? What's this character's name? I think yeah. that's his name. Uh, the Hulk cover from Wolverine and uh, $461 at a 9.8. I mean, what yeah, I we... want to talk about is our books like this, right? That you can still go out and buy for $20 in a long box and sub them for 500 bucks because I think they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have this displayed in my uh, 
old apartment for years because my roommate was five foot three. <laughs> right and so this is and so i just i threw this one in our living room right it's only is a nine six but you know it was it was a cheap book that i bought for that reason hey but it but it's a but it's an old 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 cgc case so now i can list it and go okay it's possible 9.8 yeah possible 9.8. question mark you know yeah. question mark question mark Fire. never know Five hundred and seventy nine eights. The twelve month average is two hundred and eighty bucks. Ninety day average oh. four twenty. Uh, twenty one sales of this book in nine eight uh, in the last ninety days. There was a high sale of seven hundred and fifty bucks, and it's absolutely an homage to the movie tw uh, Twins. Thank you, Anna. Uh, low sale this year in nine eight two hundred and ten dollars. That's the kind of. Uh, you know, like all over price tag. I like um, try to buy on the cheap. All right. Next book, we've got another one of those books that, uh, you know, we've all seen during the same same time period, I believe. Uh, Marvel from Marvel Comics is Captain America annual number eight. An iconic uh, Mike Zek cover uh, sold for seven hundred and thirty five dollars in CGC nine point eight. So, yeah, so is we, this is this the insane copyright spotlight? What's happening here? <laughs> well, hey, you I know your buddy. I'm sure my age. I can't wrap my brain around this because it's like, a book you can buy for twenty bucks and slab it and make between five hundred or a thousand dollars gross on a sale. I, I want to give people these books. I think there's a, a laundry list of them. Uh, dealers, uh, you know, in in my neck of the woods, don't give a shit. How many of these books can you buy for twenty bucks, Carter? I can piss on them. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I, I, can, I can show you where to find them right now. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's not, it's, it's not. It's not a sliding scale though. It's not. It's not like it's a nine eight seven thirty five. So a nine six is six hundred, and a nine four is five hundred, or something like that. You know what I mean? A nine four is probably one hundred and seventy five bucks or something. But a nine nine you know? sold for three thousand dollars in it's September two thousand nine. There's two of them. You could you could be number three, probably not. Probably could not, not be. Probably yeah, because they're not they're not giving away the nine eights anymore. No, nope. there's and only I'm, and I'm not saying they always. Yeah, and I'm not saying they always gave them away or anything like that. But I'm I'm just saying it's like uh, capacity nine eights, and I mean especially on these annuals, um, that they've just been floating around and not graded for all for all these years. There's gonna be there's usually just the thickness of the book all these years gonna have like at least minor type top and bottom spine splits that have spread like minusculely over the years, just moving the book around. Um, it's, you know, it's just, it's harder. If there's, if it's taking a hit on the edge, um, you know, the thick books just do, you guys know what a press looks like. Mm -hmm. If the book's super thick, you can't get to the edge more than as well as you can on a flat book. It's just, it's just a fact. So, um, I mean, if you, iconic covers like this, um, to me, even though obviously a book you can find easily, um, getting a perfect grade because fuck the nine nine, getting the perfect grade in these things in, in a nine eight, um, it it just uh, it's difficult it's difficult to come by. So th this one makes uh, this one makes more sense to me than like paying two hundred more bucks for this than does the Hulk in uh, Wolverine number eight um, of, of before. I don't know. At least to comic people, to me, this has definitely been a more iconic cover, I think. Oh, um, when in that, the 90s? You know? This was the book, right? I mean, it's one of 
many yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, dude, this is a great book. Yeah. But I mean, like yeah. in the '90s, this was one that was like, oh yeah, no, that's 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 exceptional. That's a, I mean, it's a staple of like any like '90s kids collection. You yep. know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. All right. Uh, next book on the list is Dark Horse from Dark Horse Comics. Oh, this get is the fuck! No, Aliens number one. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So for twenty. Hey, this you ready? This is not like up, this is not down, this is the fucking price. Has been. I didn't even bother to look at the numbers because I know it's been the price. Okay. Top nine eight. <laughs> yeah. Hey player, do your thing. <laughs> Whoever the fuck bought that, they do keep buying your them. thing. <laughs> back, dude. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Jesus. Again? So another one of these? Remember the fucking uh, the magazine that was like the actual first appearance? Remember that? Yeah, it was. Nobody it gives was, a shit. Yeah, yeah it's I like a five hundred dollar book. But anyway, yeah. keep keep going. Okay. All Amazing. right, we showed the three hundred. Now we got the three hundred one and nine point eight at yeah. twenty four hundred dollars for a CGC nine point eight Amazing Spider Man the three hundred one. Yeah, nice. I gotta look and see if I wrote down some of these prices. I don't know if I even fucking wrote them down. I thought I did. Let me look, actually have. A, I had three hundred open. Let me look at this. So uh, yeah, they actually, doubled. So twenty four, twenty five. Uh, that is the high. The records twenty five fifty two, but. Um, there's only, uh, yeah, and 2,200 other than that. Um, that This doesn't surprise me. Um, <clears throat> what's it? Uh, I said it, I said it to uh, John Z before when he had this on here. And I, and I said, remember when it was so more the same as, uh, as 300 and 98? Because people would say, oh, it's a more difficult 98, which is not the case. It's definitely not a more difficult 98 than 300. It's nowhere near the thickness. doesn't... Uh, I forget the, the the back cover, but like the back cover on three hundred is the problem. Like that that black back cover, it's, it's glossy, it slides around. You can't just like what what are you gonna find ones that haven't moved in that long? Um, you know, um, cleaning up that white isn't that isn't <clears throat> isn't that difficult. Uh, so uh, yeah, but it just it it's just not the icon. It's the same goddamn cover. It's not the iconic cover. It's not a first appearance. He's coming back with the with the red costume, which doesn't touch it. So he said that it actually didn't, but I'm looking back to where this is a seven, uh, almost a thousand dollar, uh, 977 highest sale in 2015, 800 in 2016, 800 again, then 2019, 1900. Like, so this has always been an expensive, uh, uh, 1300 in 2014. This has been an, I'm talking high sales also, not average sales. This has been a this has been a high price nine point eight for a long time. Um, it's a it's the iconic runner up, and uh, it, to me it's a little closer. Uh, to me it's a little bit closer uh, than uh, than than I don't know than people would think. And uh, the statement you just put up there, people definitely are trying to do the McFarlane nine point eight run, and so and I don't blame them. And if you if you think you have any of those McFarlane books, whatever you think you sold them for. If you think you have a perfect or near perfect copy, you know, even just near mint shit, just try to fix it up and grade it. Uh, that's what I would do. 
I haven't I haven't really bothered to listen to mine because I never felt they commanded um, the price <laughs> that was worth uh, the the heart of my childhood. You know, because it was so sad. Like uh, if you didn't get them off the newsstand, you couldn't find these in bins even in in 1990. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, them will fall in fun. People are trying to do that. So. Yeah, great book. This this one this one doesn't surprise me, and especially with with six to eight thousand dollars or fifty five hundred dollars being for three hundred. So yeah, yeah, but right, it's next been jumping book. too, right? This the price yeah tag? yeah uh, it it has, but like like I was trying to say, it's jumped with uh, the same amount that other shit from this era has jumped. Gotcha. You know you know what I mean? Like I said, they they got they got nineteen hundred dollars sales in twenty eighteen. You know, um, not tons of those, but you'll see. And, uh, you know, and everybody's marking the newsstand. Not that this is one of them, but yeah, definitely. But yeah, great, great book. You know, never, never, never leave a 301 behind. All right. Here's the next one on the list this week. Another McFarlane's Amazing Spider-Man book. This is 317 and 9.8 sold for $631. Don't need to say much on this, right? It was it was one hundred and fifty dollars in nine eight in twenty nineteen, two hundred dollars in twenty twenty, the twelve month average three hundred bucks, ninety day average four hundred bucks. It's jumping. Yeah, and it's exactly like uh, Mark said. People are really trying to collect this run in high grade. This has always been a run that people pick up if they found any of these books in dollar bins or two dollar bins. You you grab any of the McFarlane run, right? Any yeah. all the time. So never left any behind under like ten, probably like eight or ten bucks to be honest. Yeah. Unless right. they were destroyed, but obviously. Yeah. Uh, next book on the list. Here we go. Transformers number one, uh, CGC nine point eight, sold for just above three grand. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't look like he he paid as of uh, the time of, of my. Uh, That's a lot. Search, but what? But here's why I threw it on there, right? Um, there's. Uh, Did it end yesterday? Yeah. Do they pay? No, I'm, I'm just wondering. Oh, let, yeah. let, the so guy, the let the guy sell something. For exactly. You. The 90-day average, $3,139. There have been oh. seven sales in uh, in 9.8. Um, the last Canadian price mm-hmm. variant sold for $2,400. Um, now, here's what's interesting, and here's what I kind of want to talk about. The second and third prints, there's 65 second prints, only four 9.8s on the census. 74 third prints, nine nine-eighths on the census. How many uh there's 10 Canadian price variants, uh nine-eighths on the census. How many uh nine-eighths on the census do you think there are of this book? Wait, wait, of this just regular number one, right? Yeah. I told you there's fucking uh what are, what are the numbers? Eight hundred. <laughs> See, Sean's smart. 541. There's, I mean, but way more than the four nine-eighths in second print, nine nine-eighths in third print. Now, here's the, the reason why I think that's interesting. The uh, nine-eighths for the second print, last sale, $661. That was in December. Uh, third print nine eight sold for fourteen fifty in May. 
Um, again, you're, you're talking about like single digit numbers compared to a 541, uh, you know, pop count for nine eights. I'm not trying to tell anybody to run out and buy uh, late printings of, of this book or, you know, GI Joe 21 or whatever, but it's just interesting. Um, and, and food for thought. Whoever the yeah. fuck bought that better have every sealed Transformers G1 toy AFA graded. If you have the money to blow on that, you better have some sealed Transformers. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be out your fucking mind. What if he lives in an apartment in Manhattan, <laughs> and even though he's rich and his wife only lets him keep one slab long box? Homie, you better get a storage <laughs> locker. <You laughs> hey, hey, move the wife out. <laughs> you can get you there enough. You, you can always get another wife. Hey, some some wives find out somebody's buying a Transformers nine eight for three grand. They might have to get a new wife. <laughs> right? there, are, there are animal loves out there that will let you enjoy your toys, and they play with toys themselves. So uh, on to the next one. My um, wife hears the eBay ching and she smiles. Right, <laughs> strong. All Ultimate right, so Comics, all new Spider-Man number one, the one in thirty Pacelli variant, sold for twenty eight hundred dollars. All right, I basically uh, wanted to talk a little bit about this oh, one because um, it's a one in thirty. The uh, they're all fucking mislisted as the Pacelli variant. That's not the fucking Pacelli variant. I don't give a shit if fucking Pacelli drew it or not. I don't know. Sarah Pacelli, great artist. Don't care. That ain't what it is. Uh, it's just the variant. The Pacelli variant is the one that also has the black and white, right? Um, so you kind of got to be careful about that. when the you. Pacelli variant has, has the mask off, right? Correct. Yeah. You got to be careful when you're looking it up on fucking no, 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 GPA. No. Pacelli, you're yes. thinking of uh, you're thinking of Ultimate Fallout Four, Brian. No, no. P mm -mm. Pull, pull it up, up. Right. Yeah, yeah, pull yeah. It up. Oh, you're, you're right, but he's still swinging. But yeah, Pacelli, he's swinging. But Correct. Pacelli mask off pull, is pull the, up the uh, the black Ultimate and white Fallout so people Fallout. can see that one. Yeah, yeah. Exist, there's a Pacelli. Dude. There's a the Pacelli Ultimate Fallout Four white variant where it's a close up of his face, but this one has a black no, no. and white. I'm talking about pull up the black I, and white. I, I, I of know, this but I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm explaining. Uh, I'm sorry. I, mis yeah, yeah. I misunderstood. Uh, let me bring it up. Uh, Long story short, you got to be careful. Now, here's why I say that. Because Go Collect lists them backwards. They call this the Pacelli variant. GPA calls the other one the Pacelli variant. The reason the GPA calls the other one the Pacelli variant is because so does CGC on the fucking label. G uh, Go Collect is kind enough to actually give you a goddamn picture. But the one that you really want is this one, and you can buy it for $40,000. So if you're uh, looking to spend stupid money on uh, a super rare first appearance of a modern book, there's this thing that's been sitting out there. Uh, there's been one copy of this book uh, that's been recorded on GPA. That was back in 2013. Um yeah, this now, thing's a fucking ghost, dude. Yeah, right. So unlike the Delato six six seven that sold for thirty thousand, that has sixty copies on the census, um, this one has six. 
There's uh, can you go back to the other picture? All right. Oh, I just think I just dropped it. Well, fuck who cares? There's four yeah. nine eights, one nine six, and one nine two. There's literally ten percent, right? So uh, it's actually a first appearance. That's all I'm saying. Is does the does the fucking truncated um, picture slab not have the artist information on it? Because don't, they don't. Whatever they do, the pictures on it. They don't put. They don't put half the info they do. It's not like their CBCS where they put like all the information front and back because they're way too lazy and they're a fake monopoly. <laughs> Says Pacelli sketch variant. Well, no, no, I was talking about the other one. Oh, I got you. This one. Yeah, because it's the truncated slab. Like, because yeah, because they, they take like half the information. Yeah. Because they don't. Interesting. Because they're lazy. Yep. At least they move Spidey out from behind the fucking hologram. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> You're going to right, trouble. Uh, on to the next one. <laughs> first time. Oh, uh, shit. All right. Mystery, back on, mis yeah. mystery number. Is this mystery comics number? Mr. Mystery number 12. Is that what it is? Mystery, Mr. Mystery? Is that uh, what it goes by? Yeah. Mr. Mystery. Okay. Right. Um, that's the little guy with the top hat. Yep. Uh, <laughs> long story short, uh, super beloved book. There's 66 copies of the book on the census. This raw sale is uh, right in line with what the price tag has been for years and years and years. Uh, a one five in March uh, graded sold for about $1,400. A one eight in January was about 2,200. You can see the big, you know, like missing parts of the top there. Uh, I think it'll present better than grade. Neither here nor there. All I'm saying is be hip to Golden Age books. I, I think that's where there's still opportunity in this market. You want to keep going? Yeah, yeah. Next book is uh, Lawbreakers to Cement Stories number 11. Yeah, another uh, interesting uh, book, right? Like uh, super beloved PCH horror uh, story. I mean, good God, handing her a tongue. Um there's uh, but, 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 uh, 62 universal blue labels in December of 2020, a 3.0 sold for about $1,800. A 4.0 in May of this year was 2300 bucks. A 6.0 in May, um, 4K. Uh, I think I did that right. Um, something to be hip to. You know, I think it less than $1,000. Absolutely a, a real piece of uh, history and art. All right, next one. We've got uh, more Midway Mortal Kombat Collector's Edition comic. Yeah. This is the 9.6, sold for $1,900. This is a tough book to find. Yeah. Carter, you know what the story is with this one? What's up? What's up? All right, what's up? so you had to uh, you had to fucking play the video game, write down the address, send a fucking um, money order to the address to get the comic back in the mail. There are no 9.8s. There's not even one. It's the real first appearance of Mortal Kombat. Uh, I think I drew that myself on an envelope and submitted it to Wizard, and nice. they turned it into a comic book. <laughs> 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 when I was 14. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's cool and all. You can still buy them, unbelievably. Uh, not necessarily in this high a grade, uh, but they're out there. There are very few copies. Like, there's 19 copies on the census, and it feels like half of them are for sale at all times if they ever get a mortal Kombat movie right or do anything other than have a video game that people love uh i think this one's gonna be 
kooky, but uh, look for an opportunity. I, I'm not, I don't love Mortal Kombat enough to pay market, but um, I thought it was interesting that one actually it, that's highest graded came to market and sold this week. Bro, I got rid of every Mortal Kombat book I had at once, and nice. I couldn't. I couldn't thank God enough. <laughs> that's, did somebody actually paid? Yes, Lord. And I got positive feedback. Woo! I have some ridiculous Mortal Kombat book for sale. I don't even know what I'm selling. I have it for like four hundred dollars. Nice. And, and then I get people like the offers are so all over the place. So many rolled in at like three hundred. Then I'm like, wait, all these maybe, people are competing. Maybe. And then it didn't. Maybe I should ask for more money. And then, it, yeah, well, and then, and then, and so I was like, well, a counter because there's all these people that want this, and then there's people that don't want it. I don't even know what the fuck the thing is. It's some Mortal Kombat thing. I'll just know when there's nothing on the internet, charge more for it. Uh, <laughs> like, when you're the only one that has something, charge more money for it. Like that. That's especially in comics, you know. So that's yeah. sh- that is faux show. <laughs> All right, next book we've got True Crime Comics number three, uh, quote unquote, or it's, they says uh, they say unrestored. So uh, four hundred eighty dollars, yeah. beautiful it, cover. It just makes me sad that I've missed ah. it. Uh, yeah. Dino's wife. Dino calls me today. I don't know if uh, he, his wife saw it or he saw it, but she's like, he's like, wife wants me to buy a copy. So Dino's in the market for one. Uh, I like it. Uh, it's uh, tough to find a classic crime book. You know, romance, golden age books. I think there's opportunity there. Crime, uh, golden age books. I think there's opportunity there. Not that I don't think there's um, opportunity throughout the golden age market. I yeah. just think that there is particular opportunity um, in those two subgenres. Um, not where there's a lot of eyes, and uh, there's some some real uh, classic beauties. This there, being one of them. And there, I. I because because a couple of my weird save searches, I feel like there's a lot of like crime does not pay um, books coming up for auction, and uh, just like everybody else, it's summer, so uh, I should be buying more than selling. But uh, yeah, so there's there's a lot of stuff. I mean, crime does not pay is pretty much the premier premier crime series. I mean, Crime Patrol 15, things like that. There's a, there's other books that. Um, you know, are more, are more important, uh, but crime does not pay 24. There's a 23 up for like two grand. And I'm sitting here going like, good Lord, just buy this. But it's also vacation season. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? Oh God. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of crime books being auctioned right now during the summer, which is kind of strange. So if you guys keep your eyes peeled for those, uh, you might do okay. And, um, the last book that uh, George had on the list this week is absolutely bonkers. Fantastic Four, number four, or number five, uh, a 2.5, sold for $7,500. That's a good deal. That's, that's, a, a, that's little, a good deal. That's a, that's a little short. Yeah. Well, I thought, you know, to be able to, I mean, that's, that's the, that is the villain key of all time, unless we're talking about the Joker, basically, now, I think. Yep. Yep, definitely silver. Um, yeah, that, uh, shit just keeps going up and up and up, man. I, I don't, I don't know what to say. What did somebody posted in the thing today? It was like a, the five five stand. Uh, uh, Carter it was you, right? Says yeah, five, yeah, five yeah, 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 yeah. Stand for like what twenty two or twenty four grand or something like yep. that. Mm-hmm. I know fives are in the thirty thousand dollar range now. Um, so yeah, uh, that's 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 king. That book is King Kong right now <laughs> king kong and the villains yeah. that's it yeah. you know yeah. well uh 
I'm going to run through some other ones. These are some other uh, books that we had uh, some some people show give us in some hangouts. We appreciate uh, getting uh, uh, viewers and, and friends letting us know some of these books, which I want to remind everybody. Um, if you guys uh, uh, know any um, YouTube content creators that are in the comics realm that you would like to see either on the Hot 10 every Friday night with us or on Dealer Flipside, let us know. Give us some uh, some advice. Let us know in the comments below on the YouTube video. Um, we're, we're doing our best to uh, try and open up the eyes of some other uh, content creators in our community and also have some fun with them, uh, collaborate and make some content and, uh, you know, put them in the hot seat for dealer flip side and then just have them come hang out on the hot 10, the CBSI hot 10 every week. So let us know. All right. Um, this right here was interesting. Sean, you put this up, I think. Jesus um, Christ. And uh, basically, I think the way that you kind of looked at it is you said here key collector puts out you know a uh, a thing about this book and i think he corrected it right did he ever correct it i uh, didn't look was okay. showed it uh but the here's the thing is i'm not going to go full like it was okay so someone uh someone texted me this early earlier today uh i forget who post i forget it was one of you guys posted the actual the top sale which i think was it what 1400 yeah. The best yeah. offers accepted like 1400 yeah. today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, the so the, the the word coming out, you know, being for Shira, and it's it just, I'm, I'm sorry to, to me, it's just, it's not for Shira. Um, there was, um, CBS had an article that uh, I, I don't think he originally wrote, but that Inigo updated like uh, a year and a half ago. It was like January 2020. There's, there's just, there's so many other, um, that he meant, you know what? Because we were talking about this, I, I have the books. I I can actually show. I put them. I put them next to here. The ones that I think are clearly bigger first first appearances. Yeah, if this is up, and and I'm not and I'm not going by mini comics. So yeah, if you want to if you want to if you want to scroll this to me, I'm sorry. So He Man and Sierra, Secret of the Sword. This movie came. This came out as an animated feature in the movie theaters in I don't know '86 or something, right? Whatever. Whatever. After right after she came out. So this actually was in the movie theater for a little bit of time. This is a giveaway book. It is a full-size comic book. It is American. Look at the characters behind it. And I think Masters of the Universe is a little bit, I know I talk about it too much, but a little bit of a different, um, uh, a little bit of a different deal because it's, um, it starts as toys and cartoons well more. So in this book that they're telling that her origin, which is also the cartoon origin, um, to me, Masters of the Universe is more of a cartoon origin. Like, if you have like the X the X Men that we all loved these cartoons in the '90s, like they, those came from comic books. Well, you know, He Man uh, He Man came from the cartoons and toys, and the car you know the cartoons were to sell the toys, obviously. So to me, this is this is this is Shiva's first appearance in comic book. If you don't include mini comics, because it came the mini comic came in. Um, the mini comic came in uh, the one all the way the left figures, right? Uh, different ones. Yeah. And you know, I brought this, I didn't, I didn't know for sure if you threw this on the report. So I had, I'd actually grabbed. So it's the pink one. You can see it's back. It's like in the back. So you the power. Yeah, of you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it. It comes with the toy. Yeah. So like, so, um, you know, so if you're going to go mini comic or whatever, you know, you think, you think that's going to be the deal. Um, and obviously it's, it's the one that's in English on the left, the British ones, uh, it says that I'm not completely possible. I think these are magazine. These are magazine sized and they are. and newsprint as well. Yes. 
So if you're going to go straight comics, okay, and you're not going to go mini comics, um, it's so far that. And then I wish I had this one right here. So, number, so bad. So, Adora, so Adora, Adora is is uh, in that comic book, right? Adora, Adora is in that comic book. So this is so this is what we had. I'm gonna throw these on the screen. So this is what we had as the, as the first one. So this is to me this is this is the first uh, she to me this is the first she in a comic book because it's the uh, because it's. Uh, yeah, but for the reason I just explained. You want you want to know something funny about that, Sean? And I don't know yeah. if I've told Sean this, but uh, I sent Sean um, uh, a, a copy of that 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 book uh, years ago. I think a couple years ago, maybe a year ago, uh-huh. was the actual copy that my cousin got when we went and saw the movie. Oh uh, really? It, yeah, yeah. Yep. Was there popcorn butter on it? I don't remember. I don't know how to get popcorn butter off comic books. No, I gave it to you to keep, <laughs> so you should you have it. Hopefully you have it in your collection. Somewhere. Oh, then I definitely have it. Yeah, for sure, yeah, man. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. So so like you said, with, with these two, so Adora is in that, not named, but I'm sorry, are we going cover first appearance or not cover first appearance? Because because if you go cover first appearance, you're going, you're like, I mean, uh, if you're not going to consider – if, which I do. If you're not going to consider the um, the movie handout a comic, um, this is out. You know, two a year and a half, eighteen issues, seventeen issues before. This is pretty clearly Shira on the cover, and their Adora is in the issue, which is Shira's character. Okay, like I, I don't know what to say. It's still you know, it's it's still Adora. It just hasn't become full um, full on whatever. Uh, and the thing is. Um, I don't know if Inigo wrote the article or if he was just doing what if he's doing whatever. So that's number eighteen. This is number this is number fourteen. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that it says Shira, and yep. it has her on the cover four issues before, and this is her origin story. Okay, so she wasn't in her own origin story with her name on the cover with her yep. Justice Shira because it's Adora something like that. So it's Shira's origin. It says it right on there. Um, now, if you if you go if you go back to the one that sold, the uh, the uh, uh, you know I always mess up the yeah the uh, Stepjan Sajik. I'm sorry for messing up the the four yeah. names. But that is other. Uh, that's a second. But I like the Dotson better. I like the variant from number one better. But that that this cover is spectacular. Other it than is. the fact that it has He Man and Prince Adam on the left side for some reason, I have no idea why. They they should be on the same cover. Yeah. Um, so that is spectacular, but like so, people. Um, I did notice the key collector had it as first appearance, but I, I, I did. Uh, uh, other people have been listening to it as as her first appearance because she grabs her sword and she she and all that. But I'm sorry, like that's a that's a light first appearance kind of from probably hopefully what I showed you. Um, you know, being named on a cover four before being on the variant to the number one, and this is number eighteen. Like it just it, it isn't what it isn't, man. So yeah, the fourteen um, hasn't been worth shit though compared to the eighteen. Because I would pull the fourteen. I always thought it was the book, and I had like a stack of them, and I would never grab the eighteen because it was later in time. And then I like went whoa. to price them, and I was like, well, that was a terrible decision on my part. I should have just gone ahead and gotten both. Well, but, and, and and here's I don't and know if that where, changed now. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I don't I don't think so. Well, it had, well it clearly has. Somebody spent fourteen hundred on it, but like. Um, it, Jesus Christ! To, yeah. to me, to me, it changes. But see, I did the opposite of you for a different reason. 
No, no, I, because I, I, fourteen I, 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 wasn't I, yeah, even her first appearance to me. In eighteen, it has just a spectacular, beautiful, uh, wonderful cover. I didn't grab all the fourteens because that still wasn't her first appearance to me. So I grabbed all the eighteens. So I've done. What I dude, I gave him out. I feel like you did better. Friends. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I think I did. I think well, I did. Those are my PC books, though. Like that's I, why, but only because this came up today, and because, like I said, that people noticed it had the motu on the wall. Because I've been pulling them out, I was gonna take pictures of some of this stuff. You know what I mean? And it's not here to be argumentative because it's not completely clear. The mini, the mini comic would be the first, but it's, it's not because it's a mini comic that came with the toy, and that's not yeah. really how we do this. Uh, it makes it valuable. It makes it more valuable. That's first sure. in print, maybe. Yeah, sure. First, mm-hmm. first, first in print. You know what I mean? I don't, uh, whatever's first in print. But yeah. uh, well, anyway, that's, that's what we love to do. Zero. That's what we love to do when we see when we see some stuff out there that we have some info on. We try and drop a little bit of it. And uh, shout out to to Nick and and hopefully uh, um, we can get uh, get some changes on some of that stuff. I mean, he's so he's open to a lot of that stuff. So uh, uh, shout out to him for doing that. Um, and, and I will say there there were a bunch of listings on eBay before that that, that people yeah. had it as the first. And then the CBSI article probably through no fault of Inigo's did not list the fourteen at all. So yeah. Well, here's some more. Hey, shout out. One more thing. If you remember the uh, William George uh, art posters from back in the day, Battle Armor He-Man and He-Man, they both shared a scene together. Yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to Doc Joe for a couple of these. This was uh, some interesting stuff. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Venom oh, Lethal Protector Woo! number one, the gold. Uh, here's a couple of uh, CGC signatures um, series uh, sold for $2,500 and $2,900 respectively. CGC 9.8 signature series. One has McFarlane, Bagley, Stanley, and another one has Al Milgram, I think, on it. I, I can't tell, but uh, a lot of, lot of SIGs on those ones. Uh, here's some more. Uh, this is the Invincible Iron Man number nine, CGC nine point eight. There's some big numbers on that Jeez. one for all you Riri Williams fans. This is uh, uh, crazy. Um, how about this Batman Adventures number twelve, CGC nine point eight, sold fifty one hundred dollars, forty six bids. Is new that stand. a newsstand? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Dude, there was a time a couple of years ago where you couldn't buy a Batman Adventures twelve newsstand nine eight or a New Mutants ninety eight. Uh, nine eight newsstand a newsstand now they're everywhere and yeah. like they keep selling about like you know these big numbers for both of them but uh I, I look forward to a time when they're just like not opportunities to buy anymore yeah yeah the uh, the, the, the newsstands in the ba 12s are definitely more rare than the 98 this one that i just think is uh if 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 this book can get any hotter, it's going to. Um, There's a ton of uh, raw copies of this book um, available, uh, apparently, from uh, international sellers um, that I, I just keep staring at on eBay. I'm like, well, maybe I should roll the dice, and then I don't. Yeah. Well, if poor Dino left early. He would be uh, feeling this one, right? Yeah. Um, he, he was lucky enough to have one, and, and Sean pressed, uh, pressed it nice and clean and got a 9.8 on it. What did you remember what he sold it for? Nice. Not twelve hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. he Here's wasn't. Ever, he wasn't even going to sell it. Yeah, he shouldn't have. <laughs> X twenty three number one Del Auto variant nine point eight uh, sold for twenty three hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great book. Absolutely gorgeous. All right, before we get into well, some on, of the what, one more thing, one more thing. <clears throat> what what goes for more the this. X, 
the NYX or this? This. 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 Holy Nix shit. Nix is like 1900 Yep, it's crazy. <laughs> and if you guys don't want this one, go get the. Uh, the... Well, that's yeah, with the cheap fucking knockoff yeah. one, right? Yeah, there is a cheap knockoff one. Yep. Which All right, usually before... pulls down the big number, but not for yeah. this one. Uh, before I get into the uh, sports card stuff, I'm going to hit a couple of these action figure stuff. Uh, we've got another Boba Fett sold. Uh, this is an 82 uh, sold for $2,200 and 13 bids. Um, carded figure. It has the price tag on it, which is cool. I always like it when they have the price tags on it. I'm, I think that's even better. Uh, here is some of those figures that I talk about that are just to sell for ridiculous money um, that came out around the same time of the uh, Dragon Man figures and some of the like the Mysterio figures uh, right before like right right before Legends started getting big. Um, they did these classic Hulk lines, classic Spider-Man lines, classic Fantastic Four lines. This Mecha Hulk figure sells for a ton of money. As you can see here is a, a opened version for 152.50, and this is the gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous Spider Hulk figure uh, that I talk about all the time. Here's another one sold loose for 175. What a great looking figure! Absolutely stunning. Um, here is an interesting uh, unopened sealed 1992 wow. Brett the Hitman Hart WWF figure sold for 510 dollars. What a gorgeous, gorgeous figure on that one. All right. All right. And then um, we're going to get into the card stuff here. Uh, now, there is a meme here. Uh, I don't know what this is. I'm not even going to worry about it. All right. So, all right. Um, the, uh, sorry, guys. The card stuff. Now we all know that um, the card stuff is going crazy. It is is going crazy, but it's being corrected. Now there's certain stuff in the card market that are going absolutely bonkers right now, and one of those players just happens to be in the in uh, Sean's uh, world. He is an absolute stud. His name is Shohei Otani. What he's doing is unprecedented. going to be in the home run derby this year and for those of you guys that don't know who Shohei Otani is that guy that just hit that uh, exo velocity uh, off of the bat for record numbers and that is leading the league in home runs right now tied with Vladdy Guerrero of the of the Toronto Blue Jays is also game. yeah this guy that's also leading in home runs is also a stud pitcher that uh, just went out and pitched a winning game a couple of nights ago. So from Japan, and uh, we've talked about this this guy a lot on the show because um, we had the luck to pull a really special card of his that went out to the one and only Vinny Kumar. Shout out to Vinny Kumar. These are some Shohei Otani cards that I want to talk about. This 2018 Bowman Chrome in the middle uh, is the card we pulled. Not this exact one. The one we pulled is numbered to 50 and is gold and probably sells for five times that. Um, 
And then the one on the right is the Topps Chrome PSA 10, which is selling for $355. That's crazy for 37 bids for a PSA 10. As you can see, he's pitching in all of these. Like, all right, guys, here's his cards, his rookie cards, and he's pitching in 90% of them. So you know that this guy is doing things that hasn't been done since Babe Ruth. This card on the left, a lot of people don't know about. The card on the left is from the 2017 Bowman Chrome Mega Boxes. Uh, or Bowman Mega Boxes. It's a Mojo Chrome card, which you can only get in the special packs in the Mega Boxes. And this is his Japan first card. It shows him in his Japan uniform. This is when he was like 18 years old, I think. Um, and uh, it's a really tough card to find. Uh, a raw version of it sold for $265. And uh, I, was un I haven't been lucky enough to find that card. I have found a couple of those Japan cards. But, um, you know, if you look at some of his sales right now on eBay, this is absolutely bonkers right now what some of his cards are going for. I'm just going to show you here. Uh, his paper, it, these are all sold cards uh, today. Um, just absolutely going crazy. His paper... Bowman rookie card PSA 10, which is one of the rare, one of the most common cards sells for $175 in PSA 10. So he's, everybody's going crazy for him right now. Um, the sky's the limit. If he continues to stay healthy, he's been, this is his third year in the league. And um, unfortunately he hasn't been healthy for his first two, but if he continues to stay healthy, this guy is just going to uh, crush. So make sure you have a couple of his cards. If, if you're lucky enough to pick up a few, um, the kid is a stud. But me and Stein have been talking about a player on the show for a long time that is another absolute stud, and that is the 20-year-old Wander Franco, who Hello? is now, uh, who has been talked about today, has been um, called up for the first time to the major leagues. This kid was drafted at 17 years old out of uh, Dominican Republic, top prospect in the game, and um, his cards obviously are just go also going bonkers right now uh here's uh this is his very first bowman card his uh, this is Bo first bowman chrome is selling for one about 150 raw um and then he also here's a uh, psa 10 375 these aren't even his first cards these are his second year cards that are selling for a ridiculous amount this right here blows me away uh two purple which are numbered to 250 each or they both look like a uh, mojo card sold for a thousand dollars thousand dollars that blows me away um here's some of these other crazy cards Th i have this card right here i don't have it graded uh i need to get it graded but this is his bowman chrome mojo card uh first mojo card which sold for twenty five hundred dollars it's signed it, this kid right now if you have his cards here's another bowman chrome uh, psa 10 sold for four, almost five hundred dollars uh 150 for his for uh 350 sorry for a bowman a mint nine bowman chrome sold for 150 here's his mojo now this is a mojo nine right here um i'm looking for to see if we have a mojo 10 here's a mojo 10 that sold for 450 uh i have probably 40 of these ungraded so i'm really hoping this kid blows up all right, I'm really hoping this kid blows up. Um, we'll see what happens. If you guys got any Wander Franco stuff, uh, Wander Franco stuff, right now is the time to be looking at grading and selling on both of these. So, uh, really cool stuff. And that is the market report um, for uh, this 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 week. Uh, we're gonna get into some pickups. Uh, Carter, you got any pickups, brother? I got pickups. You always got pickups, dude. I mean, I always got pickups. This is a sickness. Uh, I know, dude. I feel you. All right, here we go, guys. Pickups.
All Carly's right. going to start it off. First up, first up, first up. Let's do let's do this one. Let's do this one. So we found a nice VG copy of uh, X Men number six. You know what? I think this is a VG minus. Uh, so this is um, early early Silver Age Submariner, and uh, I hate the fact that Submariner is considered a mutant, but uh, since he is considered a mutant. Uh, I, I'm glad I picked this up. I'm glad I picked up his first appearance in X-Men. Shout out to uh, Koi Cakes. For those of you guys that don't know Koi, old school, unpressable defects, legend. Um, Koi was nice enough to send me out a graded copy of this that ended up being restored. It was missing uh, part of a page, I think, on the inside. And he just sent it to me for free. He's like, here, give this to your brother, man. <laughs> um, and uh, at the time, my brother was recovering from cancer and obviously a comic fan. And Koi just felt like throwing it into a package and saying, here you go, man. Give this yeah. to your brother. Give him some some uh, fun. So uh, really great book. And I totally forgot about it until you showed me this right now, Carter. All right, next up. Oh, okay. Ghost Rider from 1967. Ooh. Nice. Love that cover. Yeah, yeah, it's a good cover. It's a good cover. And on top of that, so I got these from a dealer friend of mine. Uh, also, in this, we got um, Amazing Spider-Man number 41, first appearance of the Rhino. So I picked up this set for 350 Picked up the set Ooh. for 350 Oh, and we have uh, Wolverine. Wolverino number one from 1988 uh, got this for 20 bucks. And okay, at the time that I bought this, I had no clue that this book was going for a hundred bucks, like an easy hundred dollars. Cause I'm still thinking, uh, I'm still thinking like three years ago prices, you know, like the last time I saw a book like this, last time I saw this book was like for th like 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Yep. And so I saw I, the price tag on it was like 30. And I'm like, oh, let me get that for 20 because I don't want to pay 30, you know, because yeah. I, I don't like paying the going rate for anything. And um, then after I buy it, I get it home, look it up and see that it's going for like 100 bucks easy. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. I <laughs> if I had known that, I wouldn't have haggled the price. <laughs> I folded one of these. In, in a comic box thought it was had a backing board on it didn't have a backing board on it i yeah. had, got it in a collection and i literally put another comic and it folded ah, this comic in half oh. ah, damn it uh let's do some new shit so we have uh static uh, the uh this is the one per store and i picked this up for a cover price uh, this thing was buried behind some other books at the store on the rack. So I guess nobody was, I guess nobody decided to dig a little deeper and there it was. And I picked this up on a Saturday. So what, like three, four days after a uh, release date. And there it was on the rack for me to pick up for cover price. Wow. Uh, and that was on the hot 10 this week. Uh, one yeah. per store, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure somebody will appreciate this. Cyberforce mm. number eight. Newsstand. <laughs> Newsstand. <laughs> That's so tough to find, man. Hey, hey, check this out. Check this out. Uh, speaking of Wolverine, I'm, I'm going to do some Wolverine spec real quick. Real quick. Okay. So I came across uh, this set of books. So we have Wolverine number 13 from 2004. Marvel so Knights. Is, 
So this is the first appearance of a character called the Native. I talked about this in my haul video uh, last night. And um, there she is right here. There she is right there. Looking looking a little messy, looking a little messy. But uh, she, she was in the um, Weapon X program with Wolverine. And uh, so it's a retcon. And here's the first cover appearance. Okay. But check this out. Check this out. This character literally has the exact same powers as Wolverine. And I'm trying to get a good... Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So we have the first cover appearance on 14. And... Uh, okay. Check this out. Exact same powers. And on top of that, she has the uh, six claws. Yeah. Now, um, she's Bone not claws. a... Yeah, she's not a daughter. She's not a clone. Or anything like that. And they're not related. They're not related. And let's hope they're not related because they bang. (laughs) 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 They hook up. (laughs) So let's pray to God that they aren't related. So I thought this was interesting. And um, I think this was like a however many issue story arc. And so she first appears in uh, 13 and she dies. Sabretooth kills her. In uh, number eighteen, yeah, uh, and this was the book that I that I had noticed where this character had the claws. claws. And I'm like, what's going on here? So I did like a little bit of a deep dive, and um, I checked that I checked Derek Robertson, yeah, and um, I saw that it was the first appearance was in number thirteen, and uh, things really pick up in uh, number fourteen. So and, great I mean, spec, yeah. This was like damn near 20 years ago the character hasn't been revived or anything like that so uh who knows who knows but i, I just thought it was interesting enough <laughs> that's so, dope yeah sean you got any pickups um just just a few um uh i brought this up uh, a bunch of different weeks but the tro- the uh tops 170 my buddy uh he keeps doing it and uh, so Jonas never dropped the Babe Ruth on there. That's <laughs> and, dope. Uh, I was always I was always a, a not a Yankee fan by any means, but a, but a Babe Ruth fan and a fan of the Yankee lore. I remember reading Summer of '56 by Mickey Mantle as a kid and things like that. And you know Babe Ruth winning his triple crown like Mickey Mantle did, and things like that. <laughs> so um, you know just 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 always been a fan. Uh, enjoyed this Chops 170 set or uh, Project 70, excuse me, and. Uh, um so i got that and then i found some um some books actually i had went i went to vegas not that long ago and i was like i I know about more books i had a little uh what do they call it the the bcw store folios full of more stuff because i was actually able to find some old some old decent stuff um so you for for a way cheaper price so i haven't so i've got um and these are all basically near near my books at the same time. So and any of these, um, I don't. I think everybody knows by now not to leave any any X Men's in the one hundreds behind unless somebody's tried already asking great prices for them or something like that. So just, so just over and over again, yeah. I love the Adam um, Hughes uh, homage to that in uh, classic X Men. Oh, <laughs> totally, man. Yeah. And and by the same, yeah, same with this, same with the, the five bucks on some Murder World. Um, uh, a lot of, I'm, I've also been, I was, I know it's just the hunger games, but I really actually liked, uh, Avengers arena and there's some good first appearances and then second appearances from, uh, 
uh, people from um, uh, the Avengers kids from uh, Avengers Academy. So, yeah, stuff like that. So basically, uh, you'll isn't you'll that notice... the first Wolverine Sabretooth uh, fight right uh, there? I think so. Yeah, so, yeah. It even that has it on there as, 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 as round one. Yeah. Um, I don't know the date, so I can't tell you exactly. But finding these near mint books for five, five or six bucks, you know, at the anniversary covers, uh, stuff like that. Same with the, you know, Spidey three forty five. Go with that too. Um, had found a 362 uh, newsstand, you know, as as a second All one. All day, every day. Yeah, abs, abs, absolutely. Same cheap shit. So the 363, and this is stuff that's funny. This is stuff that like I wouldn't have, like a year or two ago, I wouldn't even have shown anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be all, I was like, who cares? Like, I got some X Men for five bucks, right? You'd be like, so we can all get that for five bucks every day. I can't, you can't, you can't anymore. Uh, she Hulk 13 because I like the 13s. Um, this, this, this one's actually spectacular. I haven't taken it out of the bag and I don't care, but it's the last uh, Ghost Rider uh, for, for five bucks and 81. Oh, I'm supposed to be quiet. All right. Well, you know what? You, like, there's not, I can't, I can't. Final see, issue? I can't say it yet, and I can't say uh, uh, I can't see a color break even on this thing. But for five bucks, I don't have to take it out of the bag. I don't take much out of the bag anyway. Yeah. Um. So, um. I'm I'm not a, not for five bucks, fifty bucks, hundred bucks, five hundred bucks. Yeah. But no. Um. So we've got the uh, McFarlane Daredevil. Um. I'm, he didn't do the cover, I don't think, but he did. He did the interior on this. So he grabbed that. Um. And then um. Uh. Good old, good old Psylocke for six bucks. Psylocke mm-hmm. stand for six bucks. Um, she, I don't think she's ever going to wear that costume again. Um, but uh, hey, uh, still it what it is. And then you guys don't even know what I found. A, uh, a new stand Rainbow Bright. <laughs> I'd buy that book for and sure. And the Star Stealer, dude. You think I was leaving this behind? You don't I'd know buy me that very for well. Sure. Yeah. I love my I love my '80s shit, dude. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's a, those are my big time pickups. Not <laughs> and, bad. And, like, Not bad. I found them in a store folio that uh, I for, forgot had forgotten where I put them in this room. So even better. Kind of like new pickups, right? Yeah, even better. Uh, I got no pickups this week, uh, but that's about the norm late uh, lately. I want to remind everybody to thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, we got 186 live viewers to the end. Appreciate all you guys. Uh, let us know what you think of the show and the channel. Also, I want to um, let everybody know Saturday night's Modern Comic Mayhem. They do a great show over there. Uh, they have an interesting drinking game that you can take part in. That's a secret drinking game that nobody other than Kyle, who writes the words, knows of. Um, and you follow along live and just you know have a good time. But one of the things they do over there is they do a top five list. And the top five can just basically be anything in, in pop culture. I think they did like top five villains movie villains one one year one week and i think one of the guys picked uh the canopy from uh uh top gun that killed goose and i thought that was absolutely hilarious so they they are asking everybody uh fans uh of the of the channel to let 
let them know some good top five categories that you want to see on Saturday nights, make sure you go over there and uh, comment on their latest Saturday night uh, mayhem show, Monocomic Mayhem, on some top five ideas that you can see over there. Again, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and uh, join us next week as uh, we'll be here again Monday nights, like every Monday nights. Adios, guys. Peace.